virtual edition. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> this week we are going uh, virtual for some possible, uh, just, you know, be safe because vacation come back, you know. But uh, we're going into some for the MLB. We got the Giants are the first team to clinch for the uh, MLB playoffs, and we have the rest of the playoff standings in the NHL. We have an update on the Crosby injury. Also, a new broadcast team coming. Really exciting stuff there. Over in the NBA, we check in on the Ben Simmons news. And then in the NFL, the big segment, we got the week one recap. We got the injuries. We got the headlines. We got a return of a popular segment as well as the week two pick'ems. Then over in the movies, we got the review of Shang-Chi. We both got a chance to see that. And then uh, for TV, we have the new What If review. Pretty good episode. We have also the Hawkeye trailer that dropped. And then, uh, of course, your jams of the week and a review of Certified Lover Boy. So with that, let's get into it. Did you say returning segment? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a good episode. Um, let's just get right into it then. $7 koozie. That's it. Let's go. Not too bad. Just quarantining right now. I uh, just got back from a trip. Someone on our trip has tested positive. I went today and tested negative on a rapid, but they told me to wait until the other one comes back in for like a day. So yeah, and I, I got a wedding to go to this weekend, so probably best to not play the odds. Yeah, no, I'm I'm for it. I mean, I'm not going to work tomorrow either because of it. So like, yeah, I feel like if I'm not going to work tomorrow, I shouldn't be going anywhere else. <laughs> But uh, all right, let's uh, let's get into this then. So we'll lead off with the MLB. So uh, Ryan Braun retires after 14 seasons. He was the 2011 NL MVP. <clears throat> he didn't play yet this season, but he was holding out hope that the Brewers would bring him back after his after buying out his contract last winter. Yeah, he I mean he had a good career. Obviously, like you said, mentioned he's an NL MVP, um, big part of that Brewers organization. And, uh, I mean, I don't like the Brewers, but I I always respected the guy. So, uh, good for him. Good retirement. Happy retirement. That's it. Yeah. That's all I say in that matter. Wait, how are you doing, guy? Um, yeah, I'm living. You guys Fantasy start sucks, thinking. but that's about it. What? Fantasy's horrible, but that's about it. Uh, just sell me your old team already. <laughs> yeah, I, I decided I'm I'm just done with my one league after this year. Your friend league? league, yeah. Really? I'll take your spot, dude. It's just mad toxic toxicity, and I'm just like, I can't deal with this shit any year, every year. Like, you know, when you lose and you get like that little like, oh, dude, your team, like, you, oh, you suck. It's like, yeah, okay, but like, just constant beratement and belittlement, I, I can't take it. <laughs> oh my god. Like, all day. Like, my group, this group message is just going off, going off. And I'm like, I'm so done with this shit. So, whether I w- I'm still going to try, but whether I win or lose, I'm just out at the end of the year. Yeah. So, I'm hoping for, like, a better situation when where I can just, out. like, retire on top. But, like, that'd, you know. That'd be badass. <laughs> yeah. You just had it on top. Be but, uh, Drop the mic on the way out. 
Yeah, exactly. Just drop a mic on the way out. Literally, just, just roast. At, go in that group message, roast every single person individually, then leave the group before they respond. Yeah, like Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, dude, that'd be great. <laughs> Boom, right. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, anyways, continue with the MLB. So, the Giants are the first team to uh, clinch a playoff spot. So, congrats to the Giants, the city of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to do this at the end, but I'm going to do it now instead. Uh, I'm just, since we're talking about the Giants clinching, uh, let's take a look at the rest of the uh, standings. Yeah. Obviously, they've been running the NL uh, West for like most of the year, so it's no surprise that they're the first team in. Um, but also, since uh, that headline came out, the Dodgers have also clinched. Um, so now there's two people from that division who clinched. The Dodgers obviously clinching uh, right as of right now the wild card spot, but they're only like – I feel like they're only two games back, three games back from the Giants, so they might end up winning like the division. Uh, but as of right now, they they clinch one of those two wild card spots. Um, on the outside, looking in from the NL and the wild card spot position is the uh, Reds, or half game back from the Cardinals, and the Padres are one game back from the Cardinals as well. So those three teams will be battling out here near the end of the season. The Brewers yeah, are winning yeah. the NL Central. The a- uh, Braves are winning the AL uh, East. All right, all right. Yeah, so we've got one more month to playoffs. So yeah, only a couple more weeks. Then from yeah. the real quick from the AL side, no one clinched yet. The Rays are winning their division. Astros theirs, White Sox theirs, and then the two wild cards are the Blue Jays and the Yankees. With the Red Sox literally just out, uh, they just have one more game played, I think. So they're like a half game back. Um, and then the Mariners just three games back. But I think it's just going to be fighting between the Yankees and the uh, Red Sox for the uh, last last part, which is great because literally the three teams fighting for the wild card spot are all in the same division. I'm kind of pulling for the Mariners. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't think they'll get it. But isn't that crazy that the that the last three teams are fighting? They're all in the same division. Yeah. Already in. So there's making it. That's wild. But uh, moving on then. So Chris Bryant's wife made cookies for the workers at Wrigley upon his return. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just thought we'd need like a nice, good feel, good story there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Chicago fans kind of need that right now for the baseball situation. Yeah. Then uh, Cardinal shortstop Edmundo Sosa tried to make a crazy turn around throw over first base and over to first and accidentally hit the first base ump in the face. Yeah, I so I sent you a clip of it. I don't know if you saw it, mm. but it was it was just too much. Like he got a backhand turn and he tried to do like a backhand scoop and he tried to do like a jump throw yeah. while just spinning and he had no idea where that ball was going uh, he, did he get like any type of like penalty no because it, it is an accident yeah yeah no yeah. like warning no like as soon as the ref got hit he got up and you he's his face was just bleeding <laughs> it's awful i wonder if like they were gunning for him the rest of the game though just like looking for a reason to like call a penalty against him or yeah I, I, I mean i would <laughs> Like if it's a close call, I definitely do the opposite of what that team is. Like, let's <laughs> call him first, I'd call him out. <laughs> like, no, nah, he's out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean? What do you say by a mile? I, I can't see straight after I get hit in the face with a ball. <laughs> Maybe if I wasn't beamed in the face <laughs> I could by see a wild it. throw by an MLP fucking player. That would be great. All right. Then there was a uh, bench-clearing brawl on Sunday in the Subway Series. Uh, I guess Lindor and some other Mets think the Yankees may have been wrestling, uh, whistling to steal signs as he celebrated. Wait, wait. He turned to the Yankees bench and whistled. Oh, they're cutting out. And him. 
Huh? Uh, you cut out a little bit, but I, I think it might still be in the recording. It's cool. Um, when you, at first we thought is wrestling, not whistling. Yeah. I just been like chasing down a player and like wrestling to the ground. Like, Give, <laughs> your signs. Give us your signs or I'll squeeze you. <laughs> um, it is wild, especially during 9-11 weekend. That, that's always mm-hmm. a story kind of like tense. Uh, and then you had a vegetarian brawl because of a whistling scandal. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. That's that's not something you want to have on the fucking like storylines there. Absolutely not. Then uh, Mad Max Scherzer almost had a perfect game the same day he pitched his 3,000 strikeout. He had a perfect game up into the eighth inning. Yeah, uh, I mean that sucks he didn't get the perfect game, but it's also cool that like Mad Mad, uh, Mad Max is a. Uh, he, he made history of 3,000 and is also like a sick-ass game in general. So I thought that was pretty sweet. Then uh, last week uh, was the – oh, wait. Trevor Bowers out for the season due to him being a piece of shit. Yeah. All the uh, scandals and stuff. So t- like he's just not playing. Which, yeah. Good yeah. move for the – yeah, good move for uh, – who's he playing for again? The fucking Brewers? No, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Oh, yeah, that's right. He moved there. Yeah. Then nah. – uh, then last week was the MLB Hall of Fame enshrinement of Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and Marvin Miller. Yeah. So good for them. Yeah, cool. Congrats. All right, I have nothing else for baseball. All right, let's take it over to NHL. So uh, TNT what? announced their uh, broadcast team Dude. for the 2021 to 2022 coverage. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Uh, literally, as soon as I said I have nothing else for MLB, I looked at my phone and there's breaking news about MLB. <laughs> Uh, okay, what do you got? Uh, that's nothing crazy. Uh, just Mike Trout out for season. They're out. Really? Of it. Yeah, they're just out of it. They're, they suck anyway. It's not gonna be. Uh, okay, they're kind of just like, yeah, whatever. He's done. It's it's like there's a couple there's like a couple weeks left, and they just he's no need to make the injury worse. Down. Yeah, no yeah. need to get back out there. I, I thought it was a bigger deal when I saw something about Mike Trout breaking Mike Trout. I was like, oh my god, what's happening? Is he went out? Like, what's happening? So, uh, yeah, TNT announced their new broadcast team for the next year's coverage. So um, it's going to be in the studio. You're going to have analysts Wayne Gretzky, Anson Carter, Rick Tichette, and Paul Bissonnette. Yeah, dude, uh, that's – I mean, I that's pretty sweet. Um, I know we're both Barstool guys. Mm-hmm. So that's sweet seeing Paul Bissonnette on the panel. And he's just a funny guy in general. So I'm glad yeah, – yeah, I like to like, off like the greatest hockey player ever. <laughs> like, what's that dynamic going to be? A guy who, like, maybe had, like, two NHL goals because he was just a guy who went out there and fought people and, like, <laughs> the greatest player ever on the same panel. Like, that's great. Then the uh, play-by-play, you got Kenny Albert and Brendan Burke. Um, in the game analysts, you have Eddie Olsnick and Darren Pang. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie, uh, we've had him for a while already, so it's not that much of a change. He was the one always with Doc. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's really hearing him. Then ice level, we have Keith Jones. And the contributors, we have Jennifer Petrelli, uh, Tarek El-Bashir, and Jackie Redmond. I hate Keith Jones. I'm really upset about that. Sorry. Right. Yeah, he's a dish. But uh, anyways, moving on. So uh, Sidney Crosby out for uh, six weeks after getting wrist surgery. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't be that bad because, like, I think he might only leave, like, miss a little bit of yeah, the season. Yeah. Do they start in October? Yeah, they, they, their start's always just right around the NBA. It's like usually a week before. Okay, okay. So yeah, so I like, mean he'll yeah he'll just miss like a week or two most. 
Yeah, but like it just sucks because he is getting a little older, so you don't want to have a a surgery injury, you know? Yeah, like beginning of the season two. Yeah, I know. Then Austin Matthews is expected to start the season after getting wrist surgery. Yeah, so he basically got the same thing that Sydney just has, um, and he's ready to go. So like that just shows it's nothing that crazy. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Tarasenko is going to be starting the season as well. Uh, yeah, so he's we have barely seen him like the last couple of years. Like he, I know he missed the almost the entire season um, because of a shoulder injury. Then he came back and got hurt again. and was out for the rest of the season. So like mm-hmm. it was like a John Wall situation or like a Clay Thompson, like two different injuries. But they're both like season ending. So we haven't really seen him in a while. So we like to see what what happens there. Yeah, and then uh, Patrice Bergeron told reports that he's not going to worry about the extensions this season and play out the rest of his contract. And then just see from there. Um, which that'd be wild. I'd be surprised if he doesn't like take a little pay cut and stay with like the team he's been with forever. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that'd be kind of sweet if they don't, because I really don't like the Bruins. Then David Backs signs a one-day contract with the Blues to retire. Backus, I think it is. But yeah, no, he's uh, he's been around forever. He's been like a legend. He's been like a captain for that team for a while. Um, he since left and played for the Ducks. I know the Ducks was last. There's one other place between the Devil, I mean the Blues and the uh, Ducks. Mm-hmm. I think the Bruins actually. We were talking about Patrice, but I think he went to the Blues, to the Bruins, to the um, Ducks. And his last game, pretty cool fun fact, his last game last year was um, with the Ducks at uh, St. Louis. That's that's so, cool. Yeah. And it, so like literally his last game was in St. Louis. Everyone gave him like a standing O. Everyone went nuts for him. Then he literally just signed a one day contract to retire the Blues. So that's pretty. Cool. Yeah. I, I like players do that. Then the uh, Blues also unveiled their new Winter Classic jerseys, and they need to. Uh, the Rams need to file a lawsuit. The Los and Angeles Rams. I was not even kidding. I was thinking like, huh, looks like the Rams. There's like off white like alternates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I thought the exact same thing. That's hilarious. I was like, I was like, uh, this seems familiar. I've seen this somewhere. I mean, they're not bad. Aside well, I like, from that. I can say I like the one the Rams wearing too. So like, yeah. I, I like that look. It's just, it is like exactly the same. I look. mean, my same thing with the Rams is with this. I I would prefer a more true white than an off white like ivory. I but mean, that's just me. But true white is like the normal colors for the Blues. Yeah. Yeah, why? It won't be anything special. It'd be a normal jersey. The off white would make it. Well, they, they don't really have like cool throwback logos or anything. They gotta change that up. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like the Blues don't really. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, there's not really like an old. There's a few one. teams like that, you know, mm-hmm. where it's just like either they're brand new and they don't have much to change, or they just like I, haven't changed for years. This one's cool, but I don't remember it. I don't even see it. It's like a whole trumpet. That, like, that logo on this jersey would be sweet. Yeah. But that's, like, the only one I'm seeing, so I don't know if that's a real logo or, like, a fan-made one. Because I'm not seeing it anywhere else. Gotcha. Um, right. Anything else for NHL, though, last minute? No, 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 no. All right. Then uh, you got some NBA notes. The NBA? Yeah. yeah so uh, just to start off with the NBA – um, I just want to do a quick Ben Simmons check. So yeah. uh, last couple of weeks, obviously, we saw that he requested trade from Philly. And Philly is working with a couple of teams. A couple of teams were in discussions. Um, so in a quick update on Ben Simmons, it, uh, yeah, nothing happened. Yeah, nothing at all. He's not good. And they're literally trying to get a big haul from him. So it's just ridiculous. Uh, 
I think I I did read that um, the only update that I have is that the Warriors talk has not progressed. So that's literally a report on nothing. They probably want like Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and a first round pick. No, they probably want like four first round picks, James Wiseman, and another second round pick. And <laughs> <laughs> for Ben Simmons. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. I don't know. All right. Next one. Um, the Lakers trade Marcus Saul to the Grizzlies as a way to basically like dump a bunch of cap. Um, and the Gri- Grizzlies obviously waived them a couple days later. Uh, Marcus Saul is going to go back play for his either his first team or his hometown team ever in Spain. I forget which one it is. Um, so that means it's most likely we'll never see Marcus Saul in the NBA again. So yeah. I take this basically as his retirement. Yeah, I mean he wasn't happy in the Lakers situation. So what a what a fall from grace. I mean, like what was it two years ago? He was like a big part of that Raptors team that won the finals. Yeah, like, he was like one of the guys, and yeah. now. Nothing retired. <laughs> yeah, like that, that is crazy. Like he he was a key part when the Lakers got him. I thought, mm-hmm. wow, that's huge. And then they got he didn't really perform a lot. He barely did anything. And then they got Andre Drummond. He's like, then he's basically obsolete. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't blame him. They got Dwight Howard again too. Like they don't need him. They have two mm-hmm. centers. They'll do fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um. Next, John Wall and the Rockets are working together to find a trade. Um, Wall is owed $91.7 million on the last two years of his contract. Um, so obviously the Rockets aren't going to try like buy that out. That's a lot to buy out. So he will not be able to get bought out and sign whatever he wants. So now they're working together on possible trade routes. Obviously, since they're working together, not a lot of teams will want that big of a contract from John Wall. So I guess what's going to happen is the Rockets are going to field some interest and let John pick from there. Do you um, think he'll go to like a contender? Or a to-be contender? Well, so he he had some injuries last year. He still played the majority of the season. He averaged 20.6 points, 6.9 assists, 3.2 rebounds, and 1.1 steal. And if you ask me, that's a very, very good for missing two years back-to-back in your career, mm-hmm. in your prime. Um, so I think if somehow a team has cap space, he is willing to, like, fill that void, you know? Like – uh maybe the Mavericks with Luca. Like now, I don't know money situations with the teams. But what about the Sixers? So the Sixers probably won't go uh, unless they get Ben Simmons is a part of the trade. That's what I mean. Because um, I can see Rockets dealing for Ben Simmons and then moving him for something else at a more reasonable cost later. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um because think about like um Embiid has the biggest contract there, but Yeah. Uh, who's on it? Drummond. He, he. Small contract. He's not a really small one. They get rid of Ben Simmons. I don't see anyone else on that team who's like they're all young guys or old guys who don't like ask for a lot. Horford. I, I can see the Rockets paying a hefty price to get him, and then moving him later for something. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, but the only problem. I mean, is, they have picks to give up, is what I mean. Yeah, exactly. But like, I feel like at the same time, a rebuilding team like that wouldn't want to give up any first round picks for a guy that might just flip again. That's uh, valid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would say look at teams that are kind of on the cusp with a lot of young players like Charlotte. I mean, mm-hmm. he's from Charlotte. He's from Raleigh. That's basically. They Charlotte. have a lot of point guards and shit, don't they? Yeah, they do. Well, they lost Monte Graham. Oh, yeah, that's right. They have Lamelo, and I really don't know who else they have. 
that way. Um, if there's room, because I know they signed Gordon Hayward to a decent big contract. If there's room to go for him. I'd say that would fit very well. But other than that, you're going to look at, basically for him, you just have to look at teams who are the, a lot of young guys, a lot of rookie contracts, who are like, maybe we're a veteran away from like making the playoffs. A lot of the bubble teams are probably going for John Wall, I'd say. I don't think the Knicks should. I don't think the Heat should. I don't think the Lakers, I've heard, kept hearing the Lakers, but like they barely have, like, I think their cap space is taken up between Westbrook, LeBron, and mm. Heat, that they're not going to be able to bring in another 90 million in, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Wherever it goes, I'll probably buy a jersey. I didn't get the Rockets jersey, but I also knew that that wasn't going to be long because there's rumors at the deadline that he was going to get traded. So that's why <laughs> I didn't get it. But maybe, hey, you never know. Maybe he'll go somewhere next and it'll be fine. Um, next headline, the NBA is not requiring COVID vaccines. Uh, however, the players who oh, choose to be unvaccinated have to get COVID tests. They have to test negative before practice, before traveling to a game, and twice on game day. So if you're not vaccinated, you're basically going to have to live with a uh, cotton swab up your nose. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, like but unvaccinated vaccinated players – We'll still, I think, get one before game time or after a trip or something like that. But yeah. it's, they, they're 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 going to be way less tests for them. I would imagine before game time and before trips. Right, I'd say like after a trip, probably just make sure you didn't bring anything back. Well, yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to risk it before the flight. That's true. So I would imagine they do it before they depart. And want to get back after probably too. <laughs> They're also going to live with a cotton swab up their nose. Yeah, but a little bit less. They probably have to do it before practice. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, all right, next one. Aaron Gordon and the Nuggets agreed to a four-year $92 million extension. Uh, what do you think of the move? I don't – it seems uh, like a lot. I mean, he's definitely good. He definitely added talent to the team, but did he really contribute much? Yeah, but it's the other thing, but too, it's not like that's not like a max contract. Yeah, yeah. That's like a couple. It's like, that's like twenty million. High. Yeah, it's like that's still it's high, but it's like it's like thirty million dollars short, twenty million dollars short of a max contract. So it's still like an NBA because NBA just says they make so much money. Yeah. So this is like this is like a good contract, but not a hefty one, which mm-hmm. I didn't. That's good for them. I mean, they ha- they it's enough to have him joker and jamal murray because everyone kind of forgets about jamal murray because he was out a lot of last year yeah. he's coming back uh michael Porter jr still there i don't know that'll be pretty good i think and i think that's uh it's worth it i think that money's worth it for him because aaron Gordon did play really well and uh, plus side too he takes a lot of heat off of joker when both of them were down low mm-hmm. were asked they like joker might got like double team times do you can't do that when there's another explosive big guy down there exactly um are you ready for this blast from the past? Yeah, sure. Kenneth Fareed is working out for the Lakers. You remember Kenneth Fareed at all? Did he play for the the Nuggets? The what? The Nuggets or Pacers? Yeah, no, I think he played for the Nuggets for sure. I think he might have played for the Pacers, but I know he was a part of that crew that all looked the same. So Damari Carroll, uh, what's his name, Crowder, uh, him. And I think a guy on the Pacers was Copeland, Michael Copeland. And if you line them all up there, they all have the same build. They all play the same position and they all have like super long dreads. And it's funny because like when you're playing on 2K, I play 2K14. 
and they'd be out there at the same time. It'd be like Crowder versus like Carol, and yeah. like you couldn't tell the two K like player part. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, the Casparid, the Manimal, I always liked him. Uh, but his last game was the last time he played was 2018-2019 season for the Rockets. He Jeez. averaged 12.9 points and 8.2 rebounds. That's yeah, but there's no way he can still play at that level. That was what two, three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know why he he stopped playing. So yeah, that's weird. And I mean, he's a those Lakers just are low on cap space. They just need to fill some. They just need to get guys like that who like. All right, you haven't been in the game for a while, but like you can still kind of like be a big body presence. We'll throw you down low. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always liked him. So me and me and uh, Dan loved playing with him on two K, because he was like the guy guy you get at the. Uh, he's a power forward. You get it at the elbow or the three, and you just full on hold the sprint button, get towards the hoop, and he mm-hmm. can just jam on anyone. He's like that kind of guy. It's sick. The manimal. All right, next. Shaq is working on a documentary about his life. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Be a long documentary. Yeah, he's a man. A lot, a lot in his career. I mean, between college, fucking, is what eighty-five years in the NBA. Yeah, he's like, he's like ten thousand teams. <laughs> and then his fucking time after with like oh. broadcasting all that shit, commercials, like. Yeah, the best. Know. The one picture I always saw, you know, like when memes used to be innocent. Mm-hmm. It was like something about Shaq playing for the Rainbow, and it's literally should uh, every team he played for, they had some kind of jersey that matches the Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. It's so like red, orange, yellow, which is obviously the Lakers, Heat, Phoenix, mm-hmm. G Green, Celtics, blue. I think they had the Magic, Indigo, yeah. the Lakers, and no, obviously Lakers. Indigo was. Uh, the, this one son's jersey. Or the Cavs. Oh, the Cavs was. The Cavs was one. Yeah. Right. Cavs was one of the bluer indigo. Um, all right. Next one. Uh, this past weekend was the Hall of Fame enshrinement. So Chris Webber, Chris Bosch, Paul Pierce, and Ben Wallace are all Hall of Famers officially. Nice. Nice. Good for them. Yeah. Love it. Um, what's up? Love to see it. I love to see it. Love to see it. All right, I've got a couple more here. That's it. We'll move on. Um, the Nets re- signed recently re- uh, retired LaMarcus Aldridge after he was cleared by doctors. So Aldridge obviously retired last year after signing with the Nets because of medical issues. But then the doctors just recently cleared him and said, hey, you know what? If you want to go back, you can. And he was like, ah, maybe. And then the Nets offered him a one-year deal. He said, all right, I'll come back. So, all Aldridge, right, money. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, what? Two, it's like $2.6 million. Like, yeah, sure, I'll come out of retirement whatever. <laughs> I'll come win a ring. Absolutely. All right, next one. Kareem said he's excited to see LeBron James passing on the all-time leading scorers list this uh, the next couple seasons. Quote, I'm excited to see it happen. I don't see records as personal accomplishments, but more as human achievements. If one person can do something that's never been done, that means we have a lot of, we all have we all have a shot at doing it. It's a source of hope and inspiration. Um, right now, LeBron James is currently sitting third on the list. Uh, and he's 3,021 points behind Kareem. So uh, do you think that LeBron James will uh, pass him like in the next couple seasons? Do you see him playing long enough to get 3,000 points? I mean, I think it's very achievable. I think it's only going to be like another season or two. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. 
But yeah, I, I, he'll do it. It's just a matter of when. Um, I'm looking up to seeing how many points he scored, like scores per season on average. Just want to see. But like, it's, it's definitely going to slowly regress mm-hmm. to a point. I, I think three seasons, four seasons max. Yeah. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I can't see where that, where that stat would be. All right, I'm not digging into the mid-deep wall recording. Um, but, all right, next thing. Trivia. The trivia guy, trivia. Just, just tell me the damn trivia question. You're probably looking it up right now. No, I was trying to look up LeBron James' uh, points in a year. All right. Yeah, right. You're definitely looking it up. So LeBron is third on the all-time winning scorers list. Kareem is number one. Who's in between them? Fuck. I, it's funny because I feel like I've asked this question – so many times. This is probably the most repeated trivia question, but you always forget it, so I always ask it again. Stuff about all top league scores list. I just keep asking it. The second you get it off the top of your head, I'm never gonna ask it again. Bill Russell. No. Check one. Magic. No. He's he's number two on the uh all time league assists, I think. Or third, maybe. No, Wait, no magic. This guy is or magic? The magic is. This guy's not Magic or Bill Russell. Carl Malone. Yes, I was going to say. All right, Carl Malone is second in the top ten. Um, who's four and five? Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, what, I'm going to get these two, and then you're going to be like, what's six and seven, man? <laughs> oh, no, no, it's the last two. Because I, I thought you were going to get Carl Malone. I had this one because I thought you were going to get Carl Malone. Is it any of the ones I've named? No. Okay. I, I thought you were get Carl Malone so easily, so I had this back question. Um, Kobe. Yes, he's fourth. And number five. Remember right before he passed away, his last tweet was, congratulations, LeBron, because he just passed him. Yeah. Because it was his last tweets. Um, number five, number five. It's very easy. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's five Jordan, four Kobe, three LeBron, two Carl Malone, one Kareem. All right. Good job. All right, my last thing for basketball is I got 2K22. Um, I just started playing today, though. So I did when not. When did it drop? Did it drop recently? Yeah, like, uh, I think Friday. Oh, shit. Okay. I, I, it was like, whatever. when does video games usually release on Fridays? Uh, some, it depends. Sometimes Tuesdays. Um, I, I th- it was la- it was like recently. It was like last week at some point, like late last week, I think. Um, because I remember thinking like I was on vacation. Like, Fuck, I don't have my PS4. I can't download it. So I definitely downloaded it. And since I had that COVID scare, I literally was working from home today, and there's nothing to do. So I started playing. And I, this, I, the only thing I can say about it so far is I really like the story because it's not long. Like you know, there's like a huge backstory sometimes. It's like yeah, I just, yeah. I did the whole thing in one sitting for like real quickly the preamble yeah. and i didn't like where i drafted to so i literally just restarted it like that's how quickly it goes by and so uh, yeah uh, that's good yeah i heard the neighborhood's pretty sweet you can see jake from state farm you can go over to the state farm offices and talk to him no i'm kidding at the thing it's weird and then 
I looked at the IGN score and it is seven. And they nice, naturally. in the number and like the main headline was they're taking a Euro step in the right direction. Okay. So I don't know what that means. I didn't read the whole article, but it seems like it wasn't the highest ranked one ever, but they, I guess last year or the year before wasn't that great. And this one, they're getting better now again. All right. All right. Fair yeah. enough. 2K review. <laughs> That's gaming with Ryan. Gaming with Ryan. Yeah. All right. I just love the gaming and I just, every once in a while I'll chime in. <laughs> Usually 2K. <laughs> Anything else for uh, NBA though? Uh, no. All right, let's get into the NFL. All right, and let's get into the NFL. Week one, NFL's back. Uh, so we had a wild week. Wild week, a lot of some big plays, a lot of shitty players on my fantasy team, those fuckers. First up, though, let's go through the recap. Thursday night, Cowboys-Buccaneers. Buccaneers won 31-29. We both took the Buccaneers, obviously. A little bit closer than we thought it'd be. But, uh, that was a great game. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, Dak still looks good. Dak went off. Dak literally went off. Mario went off, too. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb had some drops, but I, I, I think he'll figure it out or at least get enough opportunity to – be productive even you when you sucked huh you know who sucked zeke he corrects there zeke sucks zeke is awful dude yeah that was uh that was a rough time for zeke fantasy owners um and then leonard Fournette actually like had a lot of good carries like he actually looked like the running back one at times that was interesting um as far as the, i mean Gronk went off tom brady did tom brady things and the cowboys had horrible time management AB went off. AB also went off. Yeah. Receiver. Um, anything else to this game? No, it's just exciting. But like, what was the Cowboys thinking scoring that quickly? Yeah, really. <laughs> You're gonna give two, Tom Brady the ball back with like 130 left <laughs> <laughs> and a timeout. Mike McCarthy, you're, you're you're slipping, bud. Yeah. Um. Next up, so the Sunday games. First up, the uh, Seahawks versus the Colts. The Seahawks ended up winning pretty well-handedly, 28-16. to 16. Uh, Carson didn't look the best. Um, I mean, this is just kind of, to me, early season Russell Wilson. Yeah, um, so confession, I, don't, I didn't think I'd even, like, watch any highlights in this game or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the stats, though, because that's what I do for every game, and Carson doesn't have a bad stat line. I don't know. Really? His pot, he had three sacks is like the biggest thing. No interceptions, two fifty one passing and two touchdowns. That's not bad. That's average. Yeah, that's it's very average. It's it's good for losing sixteen to twenty eight. Yeah, and Russ, I mean, not the reason. Exact same stats. Through sack three yeah. times, less rushing yards than Carson. Same passing yards. The only difference is he threw two more uh, touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But that was kind of all with that game. Nothing really exciting there. We both took the Seahawks, so we both got that point. Nice. Then uh, next up, the Jaguars versus the Texans. Yes. So this so is the our. Texans are good now. No, the Jaguars just suck. Dude, I'm just pissed. James Robinson did nothing in this game. I know. I know. I I, I have him all in fantasy league. I'm having two fantasy leagues to be honest. 
I haven't been one, and I was just so disappointed. Their defense, the Texas defense is not good, and they and he just didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, he like pissed in Urban Meyer's Cheerios or something. But I mean, the market. I mean, the Texas just kind of got up early with like Brandon Cooks and uh, Tyrod Ty Taylor, Ty God, and then after that they started. Bunch of people, just a bunch of old people. Marking. Yeah, yeah, it was like circa 2015, like fancy players just killing it. I know. Uh, once they got up like decently early, they just started running the rest of the game, and yeah. that was about it. Um, that was our uh, big uh, double point game, right? Yeah. So I was gonna talk. About, I mean, you get the point, the, the bonus point, obviously. But should we do the Texans again? <laughs> well, I say the Jaguars are worse than them. Or do we opt out to the Jaguars since they lost? Or do we do the Lions? I, I think I suggested Lions first. We should go Lions. Yeah, I think Lions might be the move. Yeah, I think I, I was gonna say I think I, I was thinking Lions originally, but then Texans. I don't know why Texans. It was just so enticing, and we were shitting on them all episode. Yeah, that was it. We were just shitting on them. <laughs> it was like we had to do that. No, yeah, Lions way better. As long as we count this week, I'm cool with that. No, that's fine. Yeah, I mean you got the point. We agreed to that. But uh, Texans won 37 to 21. Jaguars tried to come back at the end. They got a couple of touchdowns, but it was over like by the end of the first quarter. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, how did Trevor do? Uh, dude, he hit three interceptions. Yeah. He also passed for over 300 yards with three touchdowns. No, yeah, he he had, he like looked good for a rookie, you know. Yeah, I think that's what I mean. I think if you're a rookie on a bad team, that's like what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. That you're gonna get the interceptions because there's just no one else. <laughs> you yeah, you're kind of forcing else. throws into like double coverage and shit because no one's open. Yeah. It's just it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, next up, the Eagles versus the Falcons. Uh, just a beatdown by the Eagles, 32 to six. Jalen Hurts is the man. Um, Devontae Smith looked good. Miles Sanders looked good. The Eagles just kind of flowed, flew. And uh, I, I I just think the Falcons are that bad. I don't know. I, I think this is more on the Falcons being bad than the Eagles being good. See, I thought all of offseason that it was going to be the Falcons would lose, but they put up big numbers still because that mm-hmm. offense is decent. Yeah. And, and they, the whole team sucks. Yeah, I, I think it's just week one woes. Like, I, I, they'll eventually, like, start putting up points. I mean, I think Kyle Pitts will come into his own. I think Calvin Ridley will still do good. I hope Mike Davis does all right. I have Calvary and Mike Davis, and I'm Mike Davis in the one league, maybe I think, and Calvary mm-hmm. in the other. So I'm hoping for that, but you know, I, I overall think, though, I'm done with Matt Ryan though. I have him on, in the one league. I, I just think overall, you know, the Eagles are just a better team here. They won this game easily. Um, I had the Eagles, you had the Falcons, so I got that point. Actually, I have Matt Ryan in the league. You're in with me, and oh. I got his replacement, <laughs> Jameis. Yeah. Nice, nice. I picked him up. I picked him up and uh, the tight end wide receiver that he has too in my cool. other league. Jawan Johnson or something like that. Jawan uh, Johnson. I, 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 I wasn't going to get him, but I saw he was a wide receiver and tight end. And I was like, okay, that's worth it. Because I can just fucking play him in if I want to play him in, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. It flex, it wide receiver, tight end, whatever. Dude, I just realized I I I, got, I picked up I forgot about this I picked up Jameis in all my leagues. <laughs> I now he's officially a member in all my teams. I thought about going for him in our league together, but I was like, ah, 
I think Tannehill will be okay. I think it was just a shit game, but we'll get to that yeah. one soon. Um, next up, Chargers versus the No Names. So the Chargers, it was pretty tight. It was a pretty tight game all the way through. Um, at the end, though, the Chargers came out on top. Uh, Justin Herbert looked okay. Eckler had flashes in the pan. Um, but overall, like, the Chargers defense just held on. And uh, that's pretty much the gist of this game for me. Yeah, I didn't watch – I didn't really keep up with this game at all gameplay-wise, but I mm-hmm. did see Fitzpatrick went down early and Heineke had to step in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and now uh, you'll probably get to it with injuries, so I'm not going to stop. Are you going to talk about that? Yeah. All right, now I'll stop talking about it. But uh, I had the Chargers, you had the no-names, and then all my picks went to shit after this. <laughs> yes, what's the score at this point? At this point, it was uh, – 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Okay. Then went to shit. So yeah. then the Steelers versus the Bills. Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. Pittsburgh's got a Super Bowl. All right, wait, so wait. Steelers won 23-16. They had a rally in the fourth quarter to put up, I think, what? They put up, like, what, 17 points in the fourth quarter? It was Steelers? Yeah. I think oh so. Ah. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, Najee didn't look, like, amazing or anything, but it was just Ben making stuff happen with the wide receivers, uh, making some nice plays, good throws. The Bills, man, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it was with the Bills. I think it was just an off week, you know? Uh, fact check, it was 17 points. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I had the I had this Bills in this game. You had the Steelers, so you got the point. But uh, I, I, I don't think the Bills are, like, bad. I just think they had an off week, and we'll probably play them again in the playoffs. I don't think it's the Bills are bad. I think our defense is just amazing. I, yeah, our I, defense, it, it's it's looking good. I was concerned at the beginning of the season um, just because I thought the offense might put us in bad situations defensively that would make us worse than we are. Yeah. You know, but, but, but it, I, yeah. it looked good. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, TJ Watt had a monster game, that, that strip on him, and he was always pressuring. Uh, Ingram had a killer game. Mm-hmm. What a great pickup that was. Cam Hayward was in a, on a lot. I think he had the most, like, hits on a quarterback or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even our, even our secondary, which I was terrified was going to suck this year, a lot of the depth people we have in the cornerback position, they're yeah. all stepping up. Like, Cam Sutton killed it. There's a bunch of people like Norwood. I didn't really know their names. And, like, meanwhile, they're doing great. So, I don't, yeah. I'm confident now. I'm, I'm re, the, the flame is rekindled. And I'm that was so, a huge win. That was a huge win to set the tone for the season. Because we do have a tough schedule, and that's a team that I didn't think we we're going to beat, and we beat. So good, good for the Steelers. I'm so glad huh? I pick our pickums that I want in my uh, heart, and not my head. Like unlike you. Yeah. Well, I just figured, you know, if the, if the Steelers lose, I'm going to be upset. I might as well get the point for it in the pickums. Yeah, no, I I, I even bet on the Steelers too to win, like with real, nice. real people money. Nice. There you go. Um, did you see fucking Colin Coward? <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's like he put the Bills to number 10 on his top 10. He put the Broncos ahead of the Bills. He's ridiculous. And I heard him talking about, like, uh, after that win, he's kept, he just kept – all he talked about was Ben. And, we in, like, and he didn't do – Ben didn't do bad, but, like, we won because, like, everyone else. And he, yeah, exactly. He was like – Dude, I was just like – so, okay, so the Steelers – Beat the Bills and they're not in the top ten, but the Bills lose the Steelers and they're worse than the Broncos now. He's just more. <laughs> I, I saw a video of some guy breaking down the whole stuff with the Steelers, like from Monday, 
and it was just ridiculous. Like, yeah. it's like the point where how's this guy? How do people watch this guy? Like, how he's unbearable. Um. Then next up, another another kind of shit show game. Uh, the 49ers versus the Lions. 49ers stomped on the Lions. Then they just kind of like gave up halfway through, and the Lions made a little bit of a comeback, but it really meant nothing. The final score was 41 to 33. Uh, we both had the 49ers, so we both got the point there. But I mean, Debo Samuel went off. Uh, you know, there were some injuries to the running back situation there, and uh, the new guy Elijah Mitchell, he had a good game. Uh, 104 yards. Mm-hmm. And didn't there didn't the 49ers defense score? At some point, I can't remember. Either way, though, I mean, the Lions are just a bad team. I mean, they got this whole situation with Swift looming over their heads, and uh, yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh, the only thing I'd say about that game is Trey Lance going for one play and threw a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. For, all, was, all the rookies kind of look good this week. Yeah, all of them got some ball. action. Yeah, your, your your first NFL snap is a touchdown. That's pretty sick. That's but you should just retire. You're one for one. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the craziest game of the week to me, the Vikings versus the Bengals. The Bungles. No, oh, it was a, it. I watched that overtime, show. and I, that was just literally hard to watch. Yeah, I was like, how is this a game right now? It was so. So, bad. The, so the game went on forever, back and forth, and in the end. Uh, Kirk Cousins didn't didn't Kirk Cousins fuck up and then the Bengals had a chance to score and tied it up or something like that. Uh, the defense, I think this Vikings defense got an interception or forced like a uh, got really good field position off of three and out, and uh, Dalvin Cook fumbled. Oh, okay. And and so that's what lost it for the Vikings. And I'm so mad because I had a parlay and, oh. and a parlay hit, and that was the last one I was waiting on. It's always the last leg. Yeah, and I was and I was so upset. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to overtime, first overtime of the season, and the Bengals kicked the field goal to win. I thought they were gonna tie for a second. It was kind of going for a while, but uh, yeah, and that would have been kind of a, those are two standard teams that like if any teams are gonna tie, they're high up on my like odds for those teams will make a tie at some point in the season. Yeah, no, like I, I feel like every time there's a tie, it's the Bengals. No, I, I, exactly. They're the Thai kings. They love kissing their sisters. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that was surprising. We both had the Vikings, so we both lost that point, though. Um, <laughs> next up, the Panthers versus the Jets. Uh, this was kind of, like, close at times, but then at the end of the game, the Panthers just kind of walked away with it. They won 19-14. to Sam Darnold won against the Jets, so he's all pumped up. Good for him. They treated him like shit. Um, Zach Wilson didn't look horrible, uh, but the Jets are the Jets, so it, that's that's what this game is the to me. Jets us the Jets. Yeah, yeah. We both took the Panthers, so we both got that point. Anything from that game? CMC is still good. Mm-hmm. That's all I really. I mean, I, how, how did Zach Wilson look? You like it? He looked all right. I think he had uh, two touchdowns and a pick. Yep, and six sacks, which I don't him at the line. Yeah, fifty-eight passing. Which, if they had Penae Sewell, it wouldn't, you know. But, hey, what do I know? Nope. Next up, probably the craziest, like, blowout of the week, uh, the Cardinals versus the Titans. So, the Cardinals just thrashed the Titans. It's wild. From, from minute one. <laughs> I, the, I think I, everybody scored on the Cardinals. I didn't watch a single second of this game either, but, like, 
Mm -hmm. It was wild. I kept checking in on it, and it was just wild. Um, we had we had a little we had a little te technical problem. We had tried to have watch uh, Red Zone on one TV. Yes, yeah. there was on one TV, so I miss a lot of the one o'clock games because we couldn't. Ah, okay. Oof. But yeah, like the Cardinals just thrashed them. Um, Kyler Murray threw like four touchdowns. I think Rondell Mack got one. Christian Kirk got one. Um, I think Hopkins got two. And then I think Chase Edmonds might have ran one in, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals' defense looked fierce. Uh, who is it? Fucking – was it – who is it? Chris something. For who? The guy that had five sacks. On um, – Campbell. Right? Chris Jones. Chris Jones. It was a Chris. Chandler Jones. Sorry, Chandler Jones. Chandler Chris. Jones. That's right. Fuck. <laughs> Chris Jones is the guy from the uh, Chiefs. Chan yeah, but Chandler Jones had five sacks in one game, which is unheard of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking nuts. I think, I think that's, like, up for – close to the record in a game. It has to be. It, it, it's insane. Because, like, I mean, I think Strahan had the most sacks in a season still, and he had, like, 24, I think. Yeah. So, like, he's already a quarter of the way there for the most part. A fifth of the way there. Um, yeah, nothing much from this Evan. game. I mean, I I don't think the Titans are that bad. I just think, you know, we're just going to forget about this game. This game means nothing. The answer seven sacks in the game. Uh, okay. By Derek Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Um, we both had the Titans, so we both lost that point. Mm-hmm. Then next up was the Chiefs versus the Browns. Chiefs won 33-29. I hate to say it, but the Browns are good. No, 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 no. The Browns... Hold on. The Browns got a, a lead really early. They ha It was... What's it called? Why can't I do math? Why can't I do math? 22-10 um, to 10 at halftime. Everyone's like, oh, Browns are good. Browns are good. They scored, like... A garbage one like in the fourth quarter wasn't for the lead like they just like fell apart completely in the second half i browns are the browns still they held their own at times though yeah but then patrick mahomes remembered in halftime like oh wait i'm patrick mahomes and he actually started doing good and the defense and the defense crumbled and then the offense couldn't do anything and baker threw an interception basically then the game and it was awful i think the browns are all right I think the Browns are good. They're not the worst. They're not the worst, but I'm not worried about them like I was a week ago. Would you say the Browns are a top five team in the AFC? That's very debatable. I don't know. Uh, Chiefs, Bills. Steelers, Ravens. I put the Browns Titans. with the Ravens. Huh? I, I think the Browns are better than the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to Monday night, but yeah. I think the Browns are a better team than the Ravens, 100%. I think the Browns could be a better team than us. Depends on – I think we need to see how the season shakes out. Yeah. One game so far. But, uh, yeah, if putting it in that perspective, I feel like that they are top five, yeah. In the AFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not in the whole league. But uh, we both took the Chiefs, obviously, so we both got that point. Um. And then next up, the Dolphins versus the Patriots. This is a tight game. I had the Patriots. You had the Dolphins. The Dolphins won six, 17 to 16. You got the point. Um, Tua, I mean, he looked he looked all right, I guess. 
don't know. He had moments. Mac Jones had moments too. Yeah. But overall, I mean, this is a weird. This is just a tight, weird game. Divisional. I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, I I thought it should have been um way. I, I thought the Dolphins should have crushed them. Mhm. But I guess the Dolphins aren't as good as I think they are. And the Patriots defense is better than you think it is. Well, yeah, because they, they, they got a lot of guys back. Then, uh, so next up, the Broncos versus the Giants. I did not give a single fuck about this game. <laughs> this I, game was just so weird, though, because, like, the Broncos just pooped on the Giants. Like, you had the Broncos, I had the Giants, and they won 20, the Broncos won 27-13. to 13. Um, Melvin Gordon broke a big one for 70 yards for a touchdown. Uh, I think, is it Trey Patrick, I think, is their receiver? Uh, one of their receivers, he had an all right game. Uh, Teddy looked okay. The defense is really the the shining star there for the Broncos in this win. And also the shining star for the Broncos was that Daniel Jones still stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the fact check Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, okay. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones, it's not looking good for him right now. He's probably going to be done in the NFL as a starter soon. Uh, yeah, probably. Anything else from that game? Uh, no, like I'd say Saquon sucks, but I he'll come to it. He'll he'll get there. Yeah, I feel like weaning him off the injury kind of like did they play him a lot of snaps even? No, let's look from fact check it. I I wasn't sure. Ten rushes. Yeah, it's kind of like leaning in for a guy like that. But they only they only ran fourteen run plays. Okay. Well, that's different then. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, another big surprising beatdown, the Saints versus the Packers. We've been saying this for years, well, months. Jameis Winston with LASIK eye surgery is a god. Um, I forget who it was, but someone told, someone gave, I, one of my friends did a text me or twin person, someone who's familiar with their pod, and literally said, you and Guy called it. About, and I was like, and I didn't even ask about what I said oh, about Jameis. And they said, yeah, you guys have been saying that for like a year now. That Jameis, well, almost two, I guess, ever since the Saints signed him. Yeah. The backup, whatever, we're in contention for it. That's yeah, we, I was like, get Jameis, dude. <laughs> like, the, the guy throws 500 yards, five touchdowns. Yeah, he throws six to six picks, but like, it's because he can't see. He can <laughs> have picks, and now he's going to kill it. And that's exactly what happened week one. So that's why I'm glad to say I have him in every single one of my fantasy leagues. Yeah, that's a good pick. I picked him up in one of my leagues too. Um, I I mean, dude, like I, like he didn't have like a holy shit game, but he had a very good accurate passing game, which for Jameis Winston that is exceptional. Absolutely, especially no picks. I think he was like what 80 percent or something like that on his passes. Like pretty fucking good. He went 14 for 20. With five touchdowns. Okay, so a little over a little over 50, 60. Yeah, then rushing-wise, he's rushed for 37 yards. And the bigger thing from that, though, Aaron Rodgers looked bad. Looked off. <laughs> looked like he just didn't give a shit. He put up, like, what, one and a half fantasy points? Yeah, he did so <laughs> bad. He literally retired. He retired mid-game, I think. Yeah, he, he probably clocked it in. He was like, you know, this ain't it. Um, that's a tough loss for him. We both had the Packers in that game, and we were shocked. We didn't get the point there. But good for Jameis. I'm happy for the guy. Uh, 
and I just hope more to come, more to come for the guy. Yeah, for me, just for the record, for me, when I took the Packers over the Saints, it wasn't my lack of uh, confidence in our boy Jameis, our, our, our number one fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, his number one fan. Um, but I was more uh, not confident in the Saints defense. So it, just, it was more for me. I was overconfident in Rodgers. That too. Last dance, he thought he was going to come out. Yeah. Fun. It sucked. But for Rogers fantasy owners, that'll probably be the only time he scores less than like ten points all year. I think. Absolutely. But uh, anything else from that game? No. All right, then let's take it over to Sunday night football: the Rams versus the Bears. This Wait, game. Actually, sorry, I do have one more thing about that game. Yeah. R.I.P. to everyone who took Aaron Jones fantasy because boy sucked. Yeah, I mean he got his payday. Yeah. And now it's like oof. But like I want to. I don't. I don't think he'll be like bad for the year. Did he? Did he? Get, he didn't get hurt, did he? No. They only rushed him five times. I mean, they were also down thirty-eight to three. They also lost thirty-eight to three. So I mean, how many times are you gonna run them? Uh, that's true, but still, like that's insane. I feel like you can get five runs in the first drive before you're down thirty-three to three. True. But uh, yeah. Anyways, Sunday night football: the Rams versus the Bears. This game. Kind of sucked overall. Yeah, I, I hand up did not watch any of it. I was not feeling good on Sunday night. Yeah, I, I, I'm very, I was very bad at watching football this 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 week one. Yeah, you're good, man. You're good. I watched um, the, I watched the Browns and I was like, all right. <laughs> it was it was kind of tight at first, but then the pack or the Rams just figured it out and they just started killing it. Uh, Matt Stafford looked great with the receivers, uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really a good all-around team. I mean, this team's probably going to be flirting with the Super Bowl by the end of the year. So, and then on the Bears' side, I mean, Andy Dalton's just not the guy. I mean, one of the two touchdowns they scored was Justin Fields on a play for a run. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> that's not that, – like, if you have a quarterback controversy, the last thing you want to do is bring in the quarterback number two on a touchdown-scoring play. <laughs> that, that's awful. Um you got you got to get re- they got to move on. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still I'm I'm saying week four or week five. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Justin Fields' show. Which it should be earlier than that, but I agree that's when it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, they should have started on week one. Dave Montgomery killed it for the Bears though. Just throwing it out there, I had him. In Dave two, Montgomery, yeah. Two fantasy leagues, I had him, so I was very I was very pleased with his results because he wasn't my first round picking either. So, like, that's – I got great value on my second round, third round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he killed it at the end of last year. I thought he was going to – me and my, my, my one buddy Zane, we always hyped them up. Because everybody in my other league, like, shits on David Montgomery. And me and my buddy Zane were just like, dude, this guy, like, has the stats. Like, he has good opportunities. Like, he can kill it. Like, he can be a top back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you think I should keep him? I was like, yeah, dude, I'd fucking keep him if I were you. Like, guy's a fucking stud. But – uh. Anyways, that was all really with that game. Anything else for Sunday Night Football? No, sir. All right. We both had the Rams in that game, too. We got the point there. Then uh, Monday Night Football, the Ravens versus the Raiders. So. <laughs> Lamar is trash, bud. Yeah, Lamar didn't look good. I mean, I didn't watch much of this game because I just didn't care about it. Because I, I was kind of like in fantasy blues, and I was like, fuck football tonight. I'm not watching football. Like, I'm pissed off. But, uh. Yeah, the Ravens just did not look great. Uh, the Raiders, I mean, the, it was just kind of like a battle, and the Raiders came out on top. I mean, there I, I, there wasn't really, like, anything. Both these teams, like, 
They could be playoff teams. They probably won't, though. Mm-hmm. No um, the Ravens are just kind of in a shitty situation with their injuries, and then the Raiders, they just can't really get over the hump to me. Um, but, hey, we'll see how it keeps going. That was the second overtime game, though. Uh, we both had the Ravens uh, prior to the picks, though, so we both lost the point there. Uh, that brings the grand total of the week. I didn't count it yet because I was dreading this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. You have eleven. Ugh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eleven to eight. Okay. Um. So you got eight out of the sixteen games for possible points. I go seventeen each. Sorry, I, I you know my stats. I'm trying to keep up. Yeah. With stats. Um, but yeah, that's all from uh, week one. Anything you want to toss in about week one? Uh, recap. Uh, no, I'm just by the time we do our next pickums, I'll have the updated stats, so I can rub it in your face a little bit more. All right. Oh uh, uh, yeah, sorry for being short with you. You when you texted me that, like, oh hey man, the picks. <laughs> and I was like, uh, dude, I know, because <laughs> I just got belittled in my other league because I sucked at fantasy this week, and I was just like, no. Not now, Ryan. God damn it. See, I read that as I thought you just literally didn't know that you were losing and you just like weren't paying attention. You're like, oh man, sweet, thanks. Because he thought I was like complimenting you. No, I was like, thanks, man. I didn't fucking realize. Like, I yeah. know I'm losing. <laughs> yeah, I read that as, oh, thanks, man. I didn't realize I was winning. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, oh, he's going to be mad when he finds out. And I was just waiting for a text, like, you son of a bitch, but I never got it. Does that make sense? Why not? But, um, Anyway, so injuries for the week. So there are some big ones. Uh, prior to week one, the Ravens lost running back Gus Edwards. I think with, since we were on that two-week sabbatical, we didn't discuss it much, but I just wanted to mention that again. He's out for the year. Uh, also during practice, cornerback uh, Marcus Peters towards ACL. So the Ravens are out. Marcus Peters, Gus Edwards, and J.K. Dobbins. Yep. yep. Big news for them. I mean, they're our rivals, but that sucks. That does suck. Um. Yeah, it sucks a lot. But I also hate Marcus Peters. So you know what else sucks? More for you. Your all-time record went down, but mine didn't move. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Curtis Samuel was placed on IR for an injured groin. He's likely to go- going to be missing uh, three weeks for the uh, football team. Also on the football team, they're going to be losing quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, for another three weeks. So uh, they're going to be rolling with Taylor Heineke. So I'm, I'm a big Heineke supporter. I think uh, this is a good opportunity for him to step up and be the starter. I no, 100% agree. Then uh, the Seahawks lost their running back, Rashard Penny. Uh, he exited early from the game and did not return. There's no timetable on the injury yet. Um, and then the Broncos lost wide receiver Jerry Judy. He's going to be out, I think, they they haven't like confirm they haven't confirmed it yet, but I think it's gonna be like six weeks maybe. So that's that's a big rough uh, hit for them. Uh, he was hoping to like you know step up this year, not get as many drops, kind of establish himself as a receiver in the NFL, and he goes down for uh, nearly half the season with that. Mm-hmm. And then the 49ers and their injury luck conti- or their injury woes continue. Uh, running back Raheem Mostert is injured for eight weeks. That's no, he's out for season. Oh, it's a season now? Yeah, sorry. He, he announced on social media he's out for season. Shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's some shit, man. They just can't catch a break. 
especially honestly, especially Mostert because he had a lot of injury problems last year too. I think. I don't know if he can bounce back ever. I, I think he's done. I think his career is over. Yeah, I kind of think so as well. Because that, um, that's the injury-prone running back that's going to keep getting bounced around, go team to team until like you're mm-hmm. literally just like a Le'Veon Bell situation or something. Uh, with that, some of the big waiver wire pickups from the injuries have been Elijah Mitchell, the running back of the 49ers, who kind of stepped up in that uh, win over the Lions. Um, they also have Trey Sermon. So, I mean, if you put invest in Trey Sermon in the draft, that should probably pay off at some point. Uh, Tim Patrick, for the wide receiver for the Broncos, he stepped up as well. Then, uh, obviously, Taylor Heineke. And then the Seahawks, I mean, they still have Chris Carson, so there's no worries there. Uh, for Curtis Samuel, I mean, he's Curtis Samuel's like, what, the backup wide receiver yeah. to uh, McLaurin. Yeah. Then for the Ravens running back situation, they just uh, they just brought in Latavius Murray, and they added Le'Veon Bell to the practice squad, I believe. Yeah. I don't know if Le'Veon Bell made the cut after that, but they did sign Latavius Murray. Yeah, Le'Veon's still on the kind of on the Ravens. He's the, he was on the sidelines. Yeah. On during Monday night. Um, and then um but Tyson Williams is looking like he's gonna be the starter moving forward. So if you don't have him, might be a good move to snag him too. Then um moving on to the headlines. So five Saints assistant coaches tested positive for COVID nineteen as well as wide receiver Michael Thomas. And so on to it. Yeah, dude. He, Michael Thomas is just always out, but it's and definitely it, something to keep an eye on in the coming days as Sunday approaches. I mean, it, I don't know if there's going to be more positive cases coming out, um, but hopefully, you know, it's something we don't have to worry about. Uh, I think the Saints play the Panthers this week. Yeah, they do. That's easy so, dub for them. Um, yeah, the the uh, uh, Michael Thomas has COVID out for the first six weeks, and the, whenever he's eligible to come back is their bye week. Mm-hmm. So he's playing until week eight. That sucks. Then cornerback Marshawn Lattimore agreed to a five-year, $97 million contract extension with the Saints and also injured his thumb and is now week-to-week. That's, that's, a, tough, that's a tough loss, but that's perfect timing for him. Then uh, the Steelers' TJ Watt signs a four-year extension worth more than $112 million, with $80 million of that being guaranteed. Yearly, he's going to be raking in $28.003 million. Did you hear the story about going out of that? Yeah, so apparently he went to – his agents wanted more money for him. Yeah. Uh, they thought they could get more at the very least. But TJ essentially said, screw you guys, walked into the Rooney office and said, we have a deal and I have to go to work. <laughs> it's so badass. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good sign. And then he killed it on Sunday against the Bills, so that's always good too. Absolutely. That, then then Naeem Hines and uh, the Colts agreed to a three-year, $18.6 million extension. Yeah. And, and then the Ravens uh, extended tight end Mark Andrews to a four-year, $56 million deal. He did pretty good on Monday. Mm-hmm. He, 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 that's a good contract for him. Then returning segment time. What? What? What is it? 50-yarder. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> no, it's all right. I got one. And I feel like we can just share it this week and pat ourselves on the back. Jameis Winston, comeback player of the year. 50-yarder for the week. Yeah, that's a good one. No questions. No questions at all. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm trying to think of my own one, but that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 50 yarder. 50 yarder. So these are takes that, you know, they're they're deep kicks. They might they might miss. They're likely to miss. But hey, they might they might hit. Saquon's gonna rush for over 100 yards this week on Thursday against Washington. That's a hot take. That's a tough uh, defense, man. It's divisional. It could get weird. I know it's very it's very tough, but at the same time, like I, don't I know. can see a hundred all purpose. I I said what I said. I <laughs> said right. what I said. He's gonna go off. Well, last but not least, we have the week two pickums then. So I when you said recurring segment, I thought you were talking about guys gripes. Yeah. Or no, chew on this. I think of chew on this. No, yeah, chew on this will be making a comeback. Cause I forgot about chew on this until you said, oh shit, yeah. Like, oh shit, it's back. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I guess, I guess essentially the 50 yarders are chew on this, but in a way, they're chew on this esque. Yeah, yeah. All, All right, right. So the week two picks on the board. All right. So first, I just mentioned the game a second ago in my amazing 50-yarder. Um, but Thursday night from uh, Landover, Maryland, we have the Giants visiting the Washington football team. Uh, there, it is a three-and-a-half-point spread in favor of Washington. So I'm going to go with the football team in this one because, number one, the Giants look like shit against the Broncos. And number two, Kenny Galladay himself said that the offense is going to be slow starting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go with the no names here. Um, I'm going to the Giants while you're writing. Might as well write the opposite. I I think uh, Washington's offense is beat up, obviously, with Taylor. Uh, what was his name? Taylor Heineke. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick's out. Yeah, that's what I'm, but like, they're banged up. Yeah, exactly. So their offense is going to struggle uh, on – their offense is going to struggle, and that's going to give the Giants more opportunities. I think they're going to start the game really shooting. That defense is going to shut them down. But I don't think the Washington offense is going to counter counter at all. So I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game. I don't know what the over-under is, but I'm going to probably take the under if I was a betting man. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the Giants are going to squeak out with a win. See, but Heineke looked so good last year at the end of the year. I just I feel like against a team like the Giants, that's a perfect situation for him to build his resume. Yeah, I mean he didn't do bad either the last game too, but I don't know. I just I'm just expecting a because uh, the, because the Washington team uh, offense even with Ryan Fitzpatrick last week was low score. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think McLaurin did much. I don't think Gibson did much. And I and I and going with my 50 yarder, I think Saquon's gonna have a big bounce back game. Um, I think he was just trying to warm warm up a little bit. Yeah, he, but so if he plays, yeah, I think he's gonna go off. Um. All right, let's go to the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. We have the first game from Jacksonville. We have the Broncos versus the Jaguars. Broncos are a six-point favorite. I feel like the Jags are going to be that team that I shouldn't pick, but I keep picking until, like, I realize I'm an idiot. The crack team? That's your crack team for the year? Yeah, it might be. It might be. What's my crack team? The Falcons. The Falcons, yeah, this is the Falcons last year. And so far this year too, I picked them week one. And who are they playing this week? Uh, this uh, one's they're... tough because like the Broncos came off this good win. 
I personally go Broncos. If you want to hit smack the crack, you can't. I think that defense is pretty solid. It's in Jacksonville. Did they play in Houston last week? Yes. Okay. Because the uh, Saints-Packers played in Jacksonville last week. I'm going to go Broncos. Oh, you're a bitch. You know that? Dude, You're so scared. You're so scared. I'm three points early, man. Come on. I mean, I, 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 that's how you, that's how you get points is by going for the spicy takes like that. I know, I know. And you know what? I'm also gonna be pissed off whenever the Jaguars win too. Yeah. But hey, you, you know? gotta go for it's early. It's early. You have to be conservative. That's why I went. Why do you think I went for the Giants? Like, honestly, it's smart to go watch football. No, you're just trying to give me to take the fucking Jaguars so you can build your lead. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you some advice. Uh, why do you think I win all the time? You gotta go. You gotta go risky early. That way you can be conservative late. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, next game from Miami, we have the Bills visiting the Dolphins. The Bills are favored by only three and a half points. I'm gonna go Bills here. Bounce back victory for the Bills. Uh, there's really all. That's all to be said for me. I mean. Yeah. I know I was just saying all that uh, conservative stuff. I mean, crazy stuff. But this is a game you can't really pick the Dolphins, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's if the Bills cool. lose this one, then it's panic mode if you're a Bills fan. If Say the Bills barely squeak by against us and they're playing the Dolphins, then I could I might go Dolphins because I feel like, oh, the Bills are shaky. Yeah. But the Bills, like, lost week one. They need to have a bounce-back game. And the Dolphins prove that they're anything crazy. So, like, I think, I think the Bills won this. Might be close, but I think the Bills are going to win this one. Uh, Next game from Cleveland, you got the Texans versus the Browns. Um, Revenge game for Tyrod Taylor. (laughs) Revenge game for Clowney. Dude, what if Tyrod Taylor marches into Cleveland and just revenge games the heck out of Cleveland? What if if the Texans go undefeated? That'd be wild. (laughs) Um, The Browns are favored by 12 and a half. Twelve and a half. I'd take the Texans on that. On the spread? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know though, because like the Texans defense is really garbage, and, and Baker seems like he did pretty good the first game. I think they're gonna light him up. I think it's not gonna be close. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Browns. You, yeah, are you going Browns as the Browns? Yeah, and I'm going Browns. Okay. But watch. I'm just saying now, if Tyra Taylor has a revenge game, <laughs> I'm gonna be. I mean, I think I'd take the Tech. I mean, minus twelve's a lot. Yeah, is a lot. But at the same time, if you think about it, it's only two touchdowns. I, I think they win by, like, ten. All right. Um, next game, the battle of uh, the City C mascot B. What? The Cincinnati Bengals are playing the Chicago Bears. Both cities start with C, both mascots start with B. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Matchup. It's a rare matchup. It only happens once every four years. Um, it's in Chicago, and the Bears are favored by two and a half. This one's tough for me. Um, it's it's, it's literally toss up. Like I'm being straight with you. I might go. Taking off. the Bears. I'm taking the Andy Dalton revenge game. Wow. Yeah. 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 Revenge game. Yeah, you didn't think of that, did you? No. I was thinking I was leaning towards Bears over Bengals. But I don't know. 
I, I'll go. I'm going Bears too. I'm, yeah, yeah. I think. I think. I mean, the Bears got Bears, but it also gets a really good team. The, Rams well, the thing are- is, I think the Bears' defense will be competent enough to hold off Joe Burrow and that passing attack. Mm-hmm. Um, it just comes down to the Bears' offense just putting up some points. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking, too. Again, that, that's what my debating was. was like, Well, so my debate between the two was, is the Bears' offense going to do anything? Then you said Andy Dalton revenge game. And I was like, oh, yeah. wait. Oh, wait. He's going to go off. So I think, I think Andy Dalton will like look half decent. But I think also Matt Nagy loves to invite chaos, and he's going to have Justin Fields on the field for uh, a touchdown play. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think David Montgomery's going to run all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next game, the 49ers versus the Eagles. The game's going to be in Philadelphia. Um, the 49ers are favored by three and a half only. Um, I'd probably take the 49ers on the spread. I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Even with the injury to Mostert, I mean, it's the it's the backups that came in and killed it. I think the Eagles had a great game. I think Jalen Hurts looks good, but this defense is a whole other animal compared to the Falcons. So I think it's just going to be a landing of rea- a landing back to reality for the Eagles. I might I might be crazy, but I think I'm going to go Eagles here. Um, really? In, it's in Philly. You, you know, I always bring out to bring up when you go West Coast to East Coast. It's always a little tougher. Um, did they, did they they played in San Fran last week, right? The 49ers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, they didn't. They played in uh Detroit. I think. So they went to San Fran and then over to Philly. Yeah, so travel's definitely gonna weigh in. You got the beat up backfield. Um and on top of that, you have Jalen Hurts just eating. So I don't know. It's gonna be tough. It's been close. I definitely think it's gonna be close. I think the Eagles defense. I think it can be closer than I thought at first, but I'm still going yeah. 49ers. I think the defense, even though it was against the Falcons last week, I think the defense really looked good for Eagles, which is the first time in a while you can say that. That's uh, fair. So I'm going to go Eagles here. Right. Um, next one o'clock game, you have the Saints visiting the Panthers. The Saints are favored by three and a half. I'm going to go with the Saints here. Jameis looked good. Um, Sam Darnold, he you know he looked good for the Panthers in that debut against the Jets, but I feel like the Saints here, that's going to be a different kind of animal, and I think it'll be close, but I'm going to go Saints. You know, I'm a, I'm going to go Saints as well. Um, I can't get better against my boy Jameis. Um, these are a lot of tight spreads. Next game is the Rams versus the Colts in Indianapolis, and it's only three and a half point favorite uh, in favor of the uh, Rams. Ooh. I'm saying Rams, even though they're on the road. I think Carson Wentz is not going to do that good against that defense. It's a really tough defense. It is. It is. And that offense is kind of flying against a solid defense in the Bears. Absolutely. Um, this would be tight. This would be a good game. I'll go Rams, too. Uh, two more 1 o'clock games. Next one. Uh the Patriots are visiting the Jets. The Patriots are favored by six points. I low-key think the Jets can cover it, but I'm going with the Patriots. Yeah, I'm doing pads. I'm not going to – you kidding me? Not that crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not insane. <laughs> uh, all right, the last one o'clock game, you got the Pittsburgh Stellars at him, Heinz Field, let's go, versus Derek Carr and the Raiders. Ha, 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 ha. So I hate playing the Raiders as the Steelers, but them coming off of that overtime win on a short week, 
I'm going Steelers. I'm surprised you're being a trader again. I mean, it, 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 it'll probably be close. It'll probably be, like, scary at times and close, but I think them playing on a short week in an overtime game and just scraping by on the Ravens, I think they're. Uh, I think we're going to win, and we have the home field advantage. I, uh, our, our spread is five and a half. I think we're going to kill them. I don't. I don't necessarily think kill. I. I think the Raiders could cover that. I think Derek Carr plays really bad. He gets flustered, and we have like the best pass rush in the it league. Depends on which Derek Carr shows up. Oh, he's going to be so rattled the entire game. We're going to win by two scores. Okay, that's fair. So Steelers then. Yep. Um, all right, that's all the one o'clock games. Moving to the four o'clock slot, we got four games here. First one is the Vikings versus the Cardinals in Arizona. The Cardinals are favored by four points. Revenge game for Patrick Peterson. All right, you gotta stop the revenge games. It I, is though. It is, but um, I mean, I, it's Cardinals. I feel like it's an easy choice here. So. What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. It's are you Cardinals. How, are you gonna talk about how you're debating between taking a wild card, like a wild pick, and then just not do it after like a 30 minute monologue about how why you're gonna take one team? Stop. That you, just stop with this. Just stop with this. Dude, you do it all the time. It's at, it's at Arizona, right? Yeah. It's in a dome. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Oh, you're just getting peer pressure into it now. No, I just think here's my here's my thoughts. So I think last year we all thought the Cardinals were going to be legitimate contenders. Then yeah. the Cardinals kept winning and losing, and they were a roller coaster out all year. The Vikings are kind of that same kind of team, and the Vikings did improve with their defense a little bit in the off season. So I I just think you know they lost that overtime game to a team they shouldn't have lost to. And they're going to be hungry for that win. And I'm going to go with the Vikings because of that. They play in a dome. They're going to be playing in another dome. So it's not like a climate change or anything like that. Um, we don't have to worry about elements with Kirk Cousins. I'm, I'm just thinking the Vikings are going to win this. So are you saying there's no such thing as climate change? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying the climate's not a factor in this. I was like kidding. no rainy games for Kirk Cousins that I have to worry about, you know. Hey, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. I just think they're a better team. You know what I mean? I think they're going to get some wins. So I think this is a team that they can beat. And I don't think I don't think the Cardinals are, like, that good, even though they thrashed the Titans. Yeah, I get you. I, my mindset is just they lost to the Bungles. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's fair. It's fair. You yeah. know? And then I'll say that, and then they'll lose, like, 30 to 10 yeah. to the Cardinals. And I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, crack game of the week. I'm just kidding. It's my crack game, but I'm not going to fall for the crack this time. It is the Falcons versus the Bucks in Tampa Bay. The Bucks are favored by 12 and a half. We don't really have to discuss. We'll move on to the next game. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be crazy if the Falcons were up 28 to 3 and then Tom Brady came back and won? No, I mean, that would just, just be unheard of. <laughs> no, I do have to say, if somehow the Falcons win this game, I will be on the crack all season. Well, here's – I was kind of low-key thinking this, too. You remember last year where the T- Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like, they kind of, like, struggled against bad teams at times. Yeah. You know, it was really weird, and I was like, I don't think they can win the Super Bowl like this because they struggle against these bad teams, and what are you going to do when you're in the playoffs and you're playing against, like, great teams constantly? 
So I and that obviously bit me in the ass, but like I don't know. Maybe they do that in the regular season only. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe you should go for the Falcons. Then. I think I think it could be weird. I think I'd take the Falcons in the spread. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be a bad move for gambling perspective. Um, all right, two more uh, four o'clock games. Both are kind of like tight games here. Um, you got the Cowboys versus the Chargers in in LA. I was about to say San Diego, but I did not. I corrected myself. In LA, um, this is a tough one. I think it's a three point spread in favor of the Chargers. The question is: Is the Cowboy are the Cowboys this good, and can the Chargers step up? Yeah, because I think the what the Chargers did was they obviously beat a tough defense. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of underwhelming. I thought they were going to do better than they did. Yeah, but I think so, too. First, I thought the Cowboys were going to get crushed by the Bucks, and they kept it really, really close, and Dak went off. So they're kind of both, like, opposite what I thought to start the season. But I, both, I think they're both good teams. So I don't I'm know. going with the Cowboys. Uh, then I'll go Chargers. All right. Fair I honestly think it's a toss-up, and I can't really decide. So when in doubt, just go the opposite of you. Because <laughs> I'm usually <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um, all right, the last four o'clock game, also kind of a tough. I mean, not a tough matchup. Um, it's Titans in Seattle versus Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by five and a half. Um, big question here is with the Titans lost the Cardinals out fluke on the Titans part, and are they actually going to be good this week? And I mean, the Seahawks are always very solid beginning regular season, so I don't know. So my question is. Seattle's defense, how are they going to hold up here? Because this is the offense that can thrash them. Yeah, but you know? I don't know Julio is not – I don't know if he's fitting in that good there. variable sentiment about him already. Yeah, there. I saw that too. But, I mean, I, I think that's just like some – just bullshit. Yeah. I, I'm going to go Seahawks, I think. Yeah, since it's early in the year, I'm going to go Seahawks, too. And defenses usually are better early in the season. This is later in the year. I'd probably go Titans, though. Yeah, I agree. But I think, I think it's a toss-up as well. Yeah. I mean, the spread's five and a half. I think it should be way closer than that. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. think they're giving it to them because of home field advantage more than anything else. Um, all right. Sunday night game. Uh, always a fun game to watch because it's like a video game. It is the Chiefs versus the Ravens. In Baltimore, um, the Chiefs are favored by three and a half. I think, obviously, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Yeah, I took Chiefs, too. I think the Ravens can flirt with uh, flirt with it here. I feel like the Ravens are a team that like can always like win these kind of games, where it's like, you shouldn't win at all, but you almost won. Yeah, I think it's going to be a game that, that's going to be really close. Mm-hmm. Three and a half point spreads really going to be close. I think it'll be a good Sunday night football. Been great. I, I it's always watching these two on like, uh, it's like a video game watching these two teams play. Yeah, and I'm probably not gonna like watching this game because the guy I'm playing this week has Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Hilaire. Oh my god. And Harrison Bucker. Oh my. Pretty god. much, if the Chiefs get past the 50, I'm I'm he's getting points. Was it your league who had like the team full of Chiefs? Is that the same yeah, guy? Yeah, this is the same guy. Yeah. He has he's a lot. All three Chiefs. Oh my god. He <laughs> loves the Chiefs. He loves the Chiefs. Such a bullshit strategy. I know. <laughs> like, let me just take three players from the dynasty. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. The last game, Monday night game. 
it will be our two point bonus point game of the week. The the Dan Campbell game of the week. Um, yeah, we can call we we should figure we should call something with Campbell because Dan Campbell's an electric coach. Uh, anyway, Lions versus Packers in Green Bay. The Packers are favored by eleven. I got it. Can Campbell cover? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that. Can Campbell cover game of the week? Um, this is a tough spread to pick. Yeah, because I feel like the Packers could win by 40. <laughs> I know. This, this, this like, spread's only 11. Because Aaron Rodgers already kills the Lions every time they play. Yeah. On top of that, they just lost so bad to the Saints, so you know they're not going to lose again. Oh. Like They're going to do everything in their power to win. Like I think Devontae Adams might get like 300 yards. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know. Who, who's picking first? What, what is the spread? 11. Ugh. It's tough. Do you want me to pick this week? And we'll you pick this pick. week. Because in the past, I always did what the Jets, the Giants. We always all can. I'll, I'll do it this week. You do it next week. Um, I'm going to set the line at 17. No. Yeah. 17. 17? No. 16. 16. I'll take over. So 17 or more. Okay. All right. So Packers minus 16. Packers minus 17. All right. So we have what? One, two, three, four differences, and then the bonus point. Yes, sir. That's solid. That's a good. That's good differences. Absolutely. So you have the Giants. I have the Redskins or no names on uh, Thursday Night Football. Then you have the Eagles. I have the 49ers. You have the Cardinals. I have the Vikings. You have the Chargers. I have the Cowboys. All the games I feel like are toss-ups. They are. I mean. The, Maybe think, Cardinals and Vikings, not so much. I think I think the Giants, me picking the Giants, will might that I think that's gonna lose. Yeah, I feel like that, I feel like your Giants and my Vikings are like the 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 dogs. Yeah, I agree. You know? But all right, that is uh, all for the NFL. Anything you wanted to add in? Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Out indefinitely. Damn. And also, I forgot to mention this: the Panther. At the Panthers game, and then the Ravens at the the Raven at the Ravens game. Yeah. The CGI giant monster well, creature the, coming down on the field. The Raven wasn't at the Ravens game. Yeah, it was. It, no, because the Ravens game was in LA. I'm in Vegas. Was it? Yeah. Dude, I was watching that game, and I swear there's a uh, CGI Raven the same way as the Panther. No, I saw that on Twitter, but I don't. I think that might have been like a pass on. I thought they were playing the Raiders, though. I don't know. Either way. Yeah, like, they were playing the Raiders, but the the game, I'm pretty sure, was in Vegas. as the first time in Allegiant. I'll tell you if you're right now. Let me look. Oh, uh, it was at the Raiders. It was at Raiders. Yeah. That was from the past. That was in the past. But anyway, the Panther, though. Stop living in the past, guy. Jeez. <laughs> that was cool, though. I like I liked the Panther. It was sick. It was sick. It just sucks, because, like, as Steeler fans... We we don't we don't have that. No, we me my me and my but I mean Stoltz, I doesn't say my buddy, but you know who it is Stoltz. We talk about how soon it'd be if it's like 
um, stealing beam and he would just go smash like people from other teams. Have a giant beam and start. Like, It'd be cool if they like had the sit like like say we're playing Baltimore. He's in Baltimore like Godzilla style, just smashing buildings with a steel beam. That'd be sick. That'd be sweet. But and I the, feel like people would be like offended at that. Yeah, like having the Raven fly around and then like you get the beam and just smacks it down. <laughs> That'd be sick. Animal cruelty canceled. Yeah, rip its head off in front of all the kids. But all right, let's take it over to pop culture. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, so let's get it into some pop culture. You're going to lead off with movies. First up, Shang-Chi. We both saw it. Thoughts? It's a great fucking movie, man. Um, spoiler warning if you haven't seen it. So let's get into it. Um, dude, so, okay, the one thing, I was, like, going through screen rant getting notes, and, uh, I fucking found out that the little creature with no face, Morris, based off of the, uh, Chinese god of chaos, uh-huh. and it looks exactly like it, but I imagine it's maybe bigger in size in Chinese, Chinese mythology. Yeah. But I was like, this is wild, like, like, literally... Exactly looks like that. Like if you look up Chinese God of Chaos, it looks like that. Mm-hmm. I but, uh, this movie is fantastic to me. Um, there was a YouTube video that pointed that out to me too. Yeah. Um, overall, like I mean, it wasn't like the best like Marvel movie, but like that's tough to like you know combat against. But I think in terms of like origin stories, it's up there. It's up there for me. Uh, the fight sequences were amazing. Uh, the CGI, like, people are bashing the CGI, but I didn't hate it. I, I mean, it's typical that. Marvel CGI, you know? Like, what are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to expect? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, that's what, I didn't think I have a problem with it. Um, I think I was saying it to you. It's not my favorite by any means, but I, it, was a, it was a lot better than I thought I, it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think it's a really good origin story, like you're saying. I think it's the best fight choreography in the MCU by hands down. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to really like the characters moving forward. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Shang-Chi is going to be a top dog Marvel character in the future, I think. Yeah. Um, I love the whole story with the, the uh, Mandarin. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. How they kind of did his story, how he kind of, like, diverted from evil, like, malicious ways. And then after the his wife died, like, kind of came back into it. And the rings, like, possessed him and took over him. And uh, I, I liked how they played that out. Um, Dude was literally evil for centuries. Yeah, yeah. Jack yeah, helped them through it, and then she died because of his being malicious. And, yeah. Um, I, I also liked his sister was also a badass. I liked her role in mm-hmm. the movie. Um, ben Kingsley. Just give him Best Supporting Actor or something. He needs something for this movie. <laughs> it was it, He was so funny the entire movie for me. Um, like his whole dynamic with the fucking uh creature like the little creature from is it is it tau low or something like that yeah yeah and then uh like they're in the middle of the battle and he's just like laying on the field and you think like he's dead or he's acting dead he like wakes up he's like no 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 like we're playing dead like like get down here hey like leave leave me alone mate or something like that yeah he's as best um when the drag like when they I, I knew the dragon was in the trailer, so I knew we would see the dragon at some point. Yeah. But like when it burst out of the water like that, that was epic. 
and the whole fight scene in the sky and shit, like, it was just well done. Well done. I, I, uh, oh, sorry. I also really like the, um, Katie character, the Aquafina character. Yeah, she was good. She was, like, probably the best comic relief they've done in a while. Absolutely. Yeah, because usually they just kind of make their heroes comic relief in a way. Yeah. And, but they're, like, not always like that in the comics, and it's weird. But, like, this is a good way to do it. And um, that she actually has, like, a, a good plot, too, with, like, oh, she her grandma was always saying how she's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So now, look, she learns how to shoot a bow because she's actually a natural at it. Yeah. And she ends up helping in the battle. Like, that's sweet. Yeah, I... So, like, I didn't, I didn't like how she just, like, did the final shot on the dragon or whatever, the, the darkness thing. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know. Is she really going to hit that shot? She has to. Her boy died. That's a hard shot to make. Yeah, but she's a natural at it. She's serving a purpose. Like, her grandma always wanted her to. It, it just wasn't, like, that believable to me. Yeah, but her first like, shot. She just started learning how to do the bow, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fire the kill shot. Yeah, but her her first first shot of the bow was like almost a bullseye. So like, oh wow, I'm a natural. And then it was a couple. I feel like it was a couple of days of training. Didn't the first? I, 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 either way, I, I didn't see it. But you saw it sooner than me, so you're probably a better uh, point of reference. But oh, like overall, a great movie. Um, anything else in the movie itself before we dive into the post credit scenes? No. All right, post credit scenes. So many questions. One, let's say I have one. That's it. Okay, what's your what's your number one question? Because I think it's mine. Uh, what the hell is the, the Rings of Beacon for? Oh, my question is, how is Bruce Banner Bruce Banner again? Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, you, so the end credit scene comes, and it's like uh, Shang-Chi and Katie talking in the bar with their friends, kind of describing the story, just like a little funny interaction. Then Wong comes in. And tells them to come with him, you know, kind of like the Avengers, you know, introducing them to the Avengers in a way. And then goes over, like, the rings, and he's, like, explain the rings to Wong. And they explain that it's, like, a beacon to something greater that we don't know about yet. And we'll probably learn within the future, obviously. But then we see Captain Marvel show up, is, like, also communicating with them through, uh, like, a like a hologram. And then Bruce Banner is also there through a hologram as well. But it's not... Smart Hulk Bruce Banner. It's fucking Bruce Banner. It's Mark Ruffalo. So that was weird to me, and there's no explanation as to why or how he's like this now. So I just want to know. We need, we need like, a mini series just about that. Just about him turning into Smart Hulk and then back to Bruce Banner. I'm, I'm very happy he's back to Bruce Banner. Me too, because Smart Hulk was, like, funny, but, like, you can't if you're going to continue to use Mark Ruffalo in your movies. You can't have Smart Hulk, Smart Hulk be the guy. Yeah, I agree. But <laughs> that that was weird to me. But it definitely opens up a greater universe as Marvel does. Good post credit scenes. Um, the second one we we zoom in on the uh, ten, is it ten, ten Rings base? I guess of operation where the Mandarin operated for all those years, and it showed the. The uh, Shang-Chi's sister, I can't remember her name. Allow something. Whatever. Yeah. So she is like, it was very similar to <coughs> Boba Fett in the uh, Mandalorian Season 2 end credit scene. Ooh. Where she just kind of goes, sits on the throne, 
and she is the leader of the Ten Rings now. If that's good or bad, I have no idea. I was expecting that fucking Madam Hydra to show up again. Yeah. And, like, recruit her. That's what I thought at first. I thought when we saw her, I was like, okay, Madam Hydra's showing up, because I think, that's a way to get her involved in the story moving forward. I, I, think, I think it's a sweet scene. Do you think she's, like, evil now, or, like, do you think they're going to just be good, or, like, anti, like, I don't know. Um, well, two things. One, I was going to say before that question was asked is I like how usually at the end of all movies says blank character will return. Instead of saying a character will return, it just said the Ten Rings will return. So that's yeah. the way that. Um, but I think they're, she's going to be like she was before Shang-Chi like, met up with her again. She's mm-hmm. going to run underground operations. Like, be like a mobster type thing. Not yeah. like evil person, but like like when it comes to like saving the day, I'm sure she'll be a good guy. But she's still going to run her criminal operation. I, I saw that as more of like a TV series of the future. Mm-hmm. Like so, the Ten Rings is the title of the show, or just an excuse to keep the Ten Rings like henchmen like popping up here and there, and you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great fucking great movie though. Really enjoyed it. I'd say overall, I'd give it like an eight point one or two. Yeah, I think it's definitely high. My friend Josh, who I know he's listening to this right now, um, he liked it. it. No, he no, he loved it, but he I I said this to him too last night. He's loves recency bias. He claimed yeah. the best one ever. I don't think it's the best one ever. So I said, I'm like, dude, you gotta think about like Infinity War, Endgame, Cap two, Cap two. Dude, he said he hate he said Cap two is one of his top ten. Then his his uh, no, I can't I can't think what he says. I can't. favorite. Like, everyone loves that movie. He said, you're just being biased because Captain America. I'm like, no. It's just <laughs> I didn't like Captain America until Captain America 2. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, like, because the first movie was, like, very, you know, av- like, it was average. At, I mean, it was average at the time. Thor was kind of average at the time. Iron Man was amazing. And uh, what was the other one? There wasn't another one, was there? Iron Man 2 and Hulk. Oh, yeah, then they did Iron Man 2. And Iron Man 2 wasn't great. Yeah, Avengers kind of saved it at that time. It was almost plateauing there for a little bit. Absolutely. But Avengers really saved the day. Avengers um, better. <laughs> hmm? Avengers 1 was better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's what I mean. That's what I said earlier. It's, like, it, it's tough to combat against, like, those movies. Like, when I when I compare Marvel movies, I try not to compare Avengers movies. I try to put them in their own, like, conference, you know? I, th- I, I think I'm tired of comparing Marvel movies. Yeah, it's tough. There's so many. <laughs> um, anything else for Shang-Chi, though? No, it's great. All right. Um, next up, Matrix 4 dropped their trailer. So I've never watched any of the Matrix movies. I watched this trailer, and now I'm going to watch all the Matrix movies. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. No lie, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Like I, the trailer was sweet. Young Morpheus looks like that's going to be a cool story. Yeah. Um, I bet... Lawrence Fishburne shows up at some point in the Matrix 4, though. Definitely, at least a cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, movie looks great, though. It doesn't look like one of those shitty reboots or, like, shitty, like, you know, hey, everybody loved the Matrix, let's make a new Matrix. Like, not one of those movies. It looks, it looks like it's going to be well done. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And like I said, I I, I, I never watched Matrix. It's always been like the, oh, I have to, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but no, after watching the trailer, I am going to watch all the Matrix movies before this one, so I can actually watch it, because it looks sick. 
And then uh, Etern- the Marvel announced that Eternals is going to be keeping their release time after the Shang-Chi box office success. So we did it. They're not moving it back at all. Yay! Thank God. And then uh, the DC Animated Universe dropped their trailer for the new Injustice movie coming out. Did you get a chance to see that? Nah, but honestly, it wouldn't be on my radar. Dude, it's a good story. I bet. Do you know the story? Uh, Superman. Evil. Yeah, like, so the Joker, I don't know how they're going to do it in the movie, but the Joker essentially kills Lois Lane and their unborn kid. Yeah. And in the game, he made it so Superman was, like, did it himself. Like, he, like, controlled him or something, like, through some means. And uh, then Superman went batshit crazy, killed the Joker, started a regime. And then a multiverse opened up, and then, like, you had, like, Batman's you know, fighting with each other, and you had all this shit going on. Yeah. I, I I knew the somewhat of the plot. It's a really good story. It's a really good story. I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, then they also announced that more Mortal Kombat movies are going to be in development, so we're going to get more of those as well. Did you like it? The Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a good... I mean, when you compare them to the old movies, it was leagues better. Yeah. Because all the old movies, I mean, granted, they came out in, like, the 80s, like, the 90s, so it was, like, top then. But, yeah. like, they were just so cheesy and, like, just bad. <laughs> like, they, they were more, like, cult classic nostalgia. Like, you... These ones are... They actually, like, have some box office appeal to them. No, yeah, I mean, I, I still haven't watched that yet, either. I'm really sad. <laughs> then, um, Christopher Nolan announced that he's going to be leaving Warner Brothers because of the whole streaming thing, he's going to be taking his new movie the, about the atomic bomb over to Universal. Ooh. So Nolan and Warner Brothers are no more. Damn. Mm-hmm. Then the Willy Wonka prequel movie cast Keegan-Michael Key to star alongside Timothy Chalamet. Nice. Uh, Good ad. This isn't a, what's it called? A, this is not a... Um pop culture headline or anything, uh, but I, me and Chelsea are going to be uh, really, I mean, Willy Wonka for Halloween. That's not a bad move. Yeah, it's just sweet. That's a good one. She going to be an Oompa Loompa? Yes, sir. And then her dog, Charlie, is going to be Charlie. <laughs> her little puppy. We're going to dress him up in a little British boy sweater and put, and put like, go and take it on him. That's pretty good. I'm, think, I'm trying to think of ways you can incorporate Grandpa Joe. I said in the bed. I told I told Chelsea she can be Grandpa Joe. <laughs> what? Do you know what scene? Like the one scene from Charlie and Chocolate Factory that always freaked me out as a kid was where he just like verbally abuses Charlie at the towards the end of the movie. Booze. Good day, sir. Yeah, he's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Like, that movie, like, like, that scene always, like, kind of fucked me up as a kid. I was like, oh, shit. Like, th- I thought this guy was all nice. And then, like, this? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then, it, all because, what, they did the, uh, the mm-hmm. stuff to make him float? Yeah, the the fizz, the fizzing bubbles or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> the soda that never loses its carbonation. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Good day, sir. Then, uh, there's, so there's going to be a new thriller movie about a Karen releasing. Uh, the one with the black people in it? I don't know. But, so, they're receiving death threats and police calls on set from, you guessed it, real-life Karens. 
Yeah, no, um, that, that's perfect. I actually, uh, I saw the trailer for that movie. It looks awful. I'm talking about with five months black people. Oh, yeah, it's probably going to be bad, but I just found it hilarious that Karen's were just further epitomizing the Karen ideology by okay. calling the cops and doing all this shit with this movie. Yeah, it's literally perfect for it. No, yeah, uh, so the, the premise of the movie is like, Karen is moved in next door to like a black family and mm-hmm. she's so racist. And so like, every two seconds she tries to find a way to like call the cops on these black people. And it's like, it's like a low budget film or something like that. Cause yeah, I, I remember I, someone was talking about it. So I looked it up and I was like, Oh my God, this, why are they making this movie? Um, but that was all I have for movies. Anything you want to toss in? Uh, for movies. No, I'm excited for No Time to Die. I, got, I keep seeing that trailer pop up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. When's that coming out again? I, they push it back so many times, I forgot. Um, Is it October? Yeah, it, it didn't move it. It didn't move after the last time. Yeah. All right. So, uh, taking it over to TV. First up, we had the newest episodes of What If. Since we're on, off for a week of uh, pop culture notes, then uh, we have the zombie episode for What If. And then we had the newest one that dropped today, we're recording on Wednesday, of uh, Killmonger, if you save Tony Stark in the Iron Man 1 events. Yeah. Uh, I So, uh, Zombie 1's my favorite so far. The last one, the, the Killmonger one, I liked that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so, I did, I did enjoy the Zombie 1. I saw IGN shit on it, and I was like... What the fuck? Like, come on. Like, this this is way better than a fucking 5 out of 10. Because um, it was, like, its own story, and I enjoyed that so much more. I mean, you had, like, the whole ragtag group. You had, like, you had Spider-Man to Wasp to Akuye to the fucking uh, guy from Ant-Man that talks about, what was it? Uh, Bob, not Bob Kanush. It's uh, Baba Yaya, or oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, something like that. But he, he was... Like, everybody that was in that, and Happy Hogan, fucking Sharon Carter, like, everybody is so good in that episode. I liked that a lot. No, um, that's why I liked it, because you saw, like, the literally, you said, like, I think the ragtag group you never would see. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was a good story. Um, my one gripe with it, though, so Wasp was, like, you know, she sacrificed herself because she was going to be infected, and she, like, went over, started smashing over, like, zombies while she was giant mode. So, wouldn't you think, in that situation, if you're Wasp, to go small before you turn into a zombie? Like, what do you mean? Well, when they were leaving, she was a big zombie. Oh, yeah. That's such a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, no, I I get what you mean. Like, if I was Wasp, I'd be like, okay, I have to go small before I turn into a zombie, otherwise they're fucked. (laughs) There's no way they can get out of it. Yeah, no, I agree. Because, like, these zombies were, like, they were tough. They had their, like, all the superhero zombies had, like, their powers to a degree, you know? She's literally a giant zombie now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, as is... soon as she fell down, she was big, like, and they were devouring her. I was like, we're going to see her as a big zombie in, like, five minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that, that, I agree. That, I didn't even think about that, but they, she should have easily done that. That was my only gripe okay. from the episode, though. Otherwise, I loved it. Um, then the I, next one... Oh yeah, what? You'd be a god with uh, vision, like harvesting like people's yeah. limbs and stuff, like Charles one-legged because they cut off his leg and fed it to Wanda. Yeah, dude. And then he just ripped out his own mindstone. 
Yeah. Thanos style. It's like, a, uh, I realized what I did was wrong here. Boom, I killed himself. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was like 10 minutes longer, too. Because we had so many unanswered things from that. Like, well, I think I think what they're going to do is uh, what, when they have a season two, they're going to revisit a lot of these ones. Maybe. I also <laughs> heard a little bit that like they're going to connect these at some point. I think so too. But I mean, yeah, maybe it'll be season two. Maybe it'll be something else. But I'm just saying, I think there's a lot of these ended in uh, cliffhangers. Yeah, like the last two, the one we're talking about today too, ended in a cliffhanger. Like they're going to have to revisit it. The story's not complete. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but, she, uh, Sherry going to talk to Pepper. Is yeah, it? yeah. So the next yeah. one, yeah. Killmonger saving Tony Stark, essentially led to uh, like a buddy cop style show for the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. It was good. They were just kind of like palling around doing shit. But Killmonger had these like secret plans to still invade Wakanda and take over control there. So he just had to use Tony Stark. Um it was just a really good – it just shows you how badass Kill, Killmonger was. Uh, absolutely. Like, his plan was just way more elaborate than it was in the actual movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. difference, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Ulysses Claw showing up, that was a, that was a good time as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killmonger using Ulysses Claw the exact same way as he did in the movie, too. Yeah. And then <laughs> killing him the exact same way, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just shooting him when he's, like, holding him at gunpoint when he's turned around, then shooting him, then taking him across the border and using him as, like, uh, hey, yeah. this is my peace offering. I'm a good guy for Wakanda. Yeah. yeah he that was, was good. I, I love the scene with uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman in the uh, spirit plane or whatever it's called. Yeah. The ancestral like, plane. Yeah, the ancestral plane talking with Killmonger, like, like, you will regret it. Like, whether it's here or out there, you're going to regret it at some point. Like, it's going to come bite you in the ass. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. I I wonder if that's, like, the last dialogue of Chadwick Boseman we're getting. Oh, he pops up, like, literally every episode. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But I like this episode. Um, love the zombie episode. I, I think I, I favored the zombie episode to this one. But my favorite's still the Doctor Strange one. I like that one a lot, but it was just dark. It was so dark, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, he literally ends on him like, just in a void by himself. That's awful. Like, when he was talking to the uh, Watcher, I was like, this is the best episode. Just yeah, because yeah. they broke that wall. Oh, yeah. That, that's what... I, I was, that was like, my favorite part about that episode, honestly. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, that, of course, Doctor Strange is the other one who can actually, like, see and hear the Watcher talk to him. Yeah. That's sweet. Um, but that was all I have for the what if. Do you have anything you want to toss in for uh, follow up there? No, I, I think they're pretty. We have a string. We have a string of a lot of good episodes. I'd say after the one where uh, Hank Pym is sassing everyone, that on has been great. I think even that one was good. That's what I'm saying. That one's like the first. Uh, okay. What was the third one? <clears throat> I don't. The first one was Peggy Carter as Captain America. That was the just all second over. one was Chadwick Boseman as Star Lord. Didn't like that one. The third one was. Fuck. Huh. Third one was Hank Pym. I think it was. Yeah. The yeah, I think it was. The fourth is Doctor Strange, fifth is Zombies, and this one was the sixth one. Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. Um. All right, well, let's take it over. Next up, Hawkeye dropped their trailer for the uh, new series coming in the holidays this year. Um, 
essentially it's like a Christmas series in a way. Yeah, I really, I really like I really like this trailer a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kate Bishop looks sick. The whole dialogue with Hawkeye, I'm, I'm gonna love that. I think they're gonna be a good tandem. Um, I wonder if they're gonna send off Hawkeye by the end of the show. I feel like that's the plan. Yeah, but no, he's not gonna die. I don't think he'll die, but he'll just be officially. I'm done. He's like, gonna actually retire. Yeah. Then that way, if they do need him ever, yeah, they could just bring him in. Yeah. yeah, he's not gonna die, especially at, not especially not on a TV show, and especially not after uh, Natasha sacrificed herself for him. <laughs> yeah, he's got to live out the days of this family. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that, that's just his. Otherwise, yeah, like you said, Natasha died for nothing. Exactly. Um. Also, I wonder if we're gonna see Elena in this show. I doesn't look like it. I don't think so, but. You could maybe at the end. I don't know. Maybe you can see her in there because if this is where Clint retires, essentially, you're going to need to have that follow up where at the end of Black Widow in the post credit scene, she said, this is a person responsible for your sister's death. Or there's a season two and Clint comes back getting help from Kate Bishop because Yelena is chasing him down. Yeah, that makes sense, too. That works. see that, too. Looks like the villain for this season is going to be Echo, who I don't know from the comics very well. Uh, there's another guy, too. Um, the Swordsman or something like that. Oh, okay. He's, like, just Clint, but with a sword instead of a bow. Okay, okay. Yeah, but there's going to be... Yeah, I mean, they're going to need another guy, another well, big bad for them to take on in fights together, so... Theory time that I heard that I really like, um, there's going to be a secret villain... Apparently, okay. and, and a lot of like people are think looking at a uh, kingpin, introducing kingpin into a sh- into the, uh, the universe like via a show like this. Whether it be like not, not actually main villain, or maybe just pop in at the end, like how uh, what's his face did at the end of Loki. Yeah, uh, but a lot of people are saying, "Dude, what if you just get?" Because then, because then, uh, if we're going to do this, Vincent D'Onofrio. And Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil. You can introduce him in this, and Charlie Cox is Spider-Man. And then, that, boom, they're back. I like that theory. The only thing is they debunked the Charlie Cox in the Spider-Man trailer. But it doesn't mean that, that he's not going to be in the movie. True, true. But And Marvel loves to play with our emotions in trailers for their movies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much all I got for the trailer for Hawkeye. Anything else? Theories, comments, concerns? Nope. All right, next up, I had, uh, like we were saying, we were off for a week, so the Rick and Morty finale aired, and it was two episodes. They were both great. Um, They explained everything in the last one, though. Like, literally, we know everything in the show as far as, like, what our questions were for the past five years. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to watch it. I just haven't yet. Yeah. The The only criticism they've been getting is that they explained it in, they explain so much in a short period of time, and it's a smart show, so, like, it's a lot to take in in one sitting, you know? You, like, almost have to watch it twice to grasp it. Yeah. Not but good. it's still really good. I enjoyed it. Um, great season five for Rick and Morty. Excited might, for the future. I might just skip to the, the finale episodes. You should watch the last three. Okay. 
Because the the one before the finale was also good and also canon. But the rest you don't have to watch to get the last three. Yeah. Okay. Um, Next up, uh, the Penguin from the Matt Reeves Batman film is going to be getting a TV series spinoff, just like uh, Commissioner Gordon. And I guess it's going to be for, like, HBO Max or something. Uh, Apparently Colin Farrell is going to be reprising the role, though. Oh, nice. Because mm-hmm. cool. uh, the rumor is that Penguin's not going to be in the movie much for the Batman movie, so it'll be like a way to introduce him and then just give him his own TV show later. So that can be cool. Which that makes sense because it's going to be Riddler's movie. Yeah, it's it almost sounds like they're redoing the Gotham show mm-hmm. that they did like for Fox, but they're doing it like better and more accurate to like the actual cinematic universe, kind of yeah. like how Agents of Shield was. Yeah, absolutely. For Marvel. Um and then this and then I had down the Steve from Blues Blues thing. Yeah. Dude, he's just like he so he popped up in social media. I think it was a TikTok or something. Just like, like you Nick, know Nick Juniors posted it on YouTube and all their socials. Yeah, yeah. Essentially he was just like, you know, hey, it's been like crazy times and like, you know, that was weird when I just like left. I went to college. Everything's good. You look good. Yeah, thanks for all the times, and it was like so emotional for millennials. I I, I was I, the whole time I was smiling. <laughs> yeah. I was, it was good though. A lot of memes are already pouring out on the internet from it. Just just like, hey, look at you, you look great, and then it's just like you sitting there with like McDonald's and a large soda or something. And then that's just whenever uh, it's the classic like The Office Steve Carell meme with like him like shaking the boss's hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that was just, that was just a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I, I low-key kind of want to check out this reunion Blues Clues thing. No, yeah, I, I, it'd be really cool with it. Mm-hmm. Then the yeah. last thing I had was, uh, RIP to Michael K. Williams, who passed away, uh, last week, and then Norm MacDonald that passed away, uh, I think today. No, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, so, so two, yeah. two big losses. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that song was hilarious, man. I loved his comedy. Um, I, so Michael K. Williams, I never saw The Wire yet, but I'm going to, and I heard he's a, that he's just like one of the best HBO characters ever. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's a great actor. I loved him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Norm, Norm Macdonald, he's the man. One mm-hmm. of the best. One of the best uh, comedic actors in the Turd game. Heard Ferguson. Heard Ferguson. <laughs> um. The best is the moth joke. You ever hear the moth joke? No, I don't think I did. It's way too long to explain. I'll just is say. that the thing on Conan O'Brien or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw that video. I just didn't look at it. I didn't it, watch the video. I just saw the thumbnail. Uh, yeah, no, I saw it a while ago, before, but it was just, it's just like a really dumb, Norm, it's like very Norm MacDonald-esque. Yeah. It's like go, going on and going on and going on, and it's just funnier the longer he's going and going and going, and just for a stupidest like punchline ever. Yeah, I'll say it to you. I I, I can't I can't redo. No, it. I'll, I'll check out the video after this. Yeah, I won't I won't uh, do it justice. But all right. Um, next up though, anything else for TV though? Oh no. All right, I did watch Brooklyn Nine Nine up into the finale that's coming on uh Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Oh. So I'm all caught up on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Ooh, I need to that. And then I started my new show. I also finished Sopranos, so that's why I started Brooklyn Nine Nine. 
And then now I'm watching, I'm getting back into my anime kick with Full Metal Alchemist. It was recommended to me. So I've been watching that. Good one. Oh. Good one. But all right, let's take it over to music. So we got a couple weeks since we've been talking about jams, obviously. In that time, Drake dropped his new album in response to Kanye dropping Donda. It's yeah. called Certified Lover Boy. Typical, typical Drake album name, I feel. Mm-hmm. So from that, I mean, there, there were, there were some, there were some jams, I feel, that were deserving, at least. Um, a lot of them just slow vibes, but you know, it's still good. Uh, the big one, the headliner probably from the album, The Way Too Sexy featuring, uh, Young Thug and Future. A lot of memes were coming because Kawhi Leonard is in the music video. Great. Then uh, one that I like, though, Poppy's Home. Then uh, You Only Live Twice with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. Then uh, I Am Y2 uh, with Kid Cudi, I kind of fucked with too. Then this one's slower vibes, but it's Lil Baby and Drake, Girls Want Girls. One of those typical Drake sad songs. Um, overall, I mean, the album was all right. I mean, I think Dondo is better in the grand scheme of things, but if we're talking as far as the battle goes, because apparently like, there's huge beef between the two, and I'm waiting for like Jake or I'm waiting for Drake versus uh, Kanye West. Yeah, like I mean, boxing match. Like straight up. <laughs> I mean, Jake Paul plays the winner. Boxing match probably be. I don't know. I, did, I feel like they're both equally bad boxers. I feel like Kanye would not get a trainer, but should need one. Mm-hmm. And Drake would get, like, the most elaborate trainer, but it wouldn't work. And it'd still be evenly matched. I, I agree. I think Kanye's just crazy. He'll just go at him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, And then also last week, Kanye added another song to his album called Hurricane. This one has The Weeknd in it. But then over to this week, this week had some pretty decent jams on it. Um, so I have a few here that I think you're going to love, but I'll go through the others first. First up is uh, 
We're going to go with Damn It Feels Good to Be Me by Andy Grammer. Not bad, not bad. Feel good song. Then I got uh, Piece of Me by Griffin and Lova. But then, uh, then country song of the week, Sam Hunt, 23. I'm liking here. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad yeah. at all. Then we got our jam of the week options. So I got first up, this is a big one from the week that everybody's probably talking about. Uh, Shivers by Ed Sheeran. I, I love the beat. <laughs> so you've heard this before? Yeah. Yeah, that one's great. Then uh, I got Ghost Story by The Cheat Codes and All Time Low. This one I found just like minutes before we recorded this segment. I love it. I think you might like it more than Shivers, but it's called A OK. It's by Tyver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know the song. I just didn't. Uh, so I know the original. This is a remix. Ah, OK. So it's that A OK by the other guy. I already love the song. I But I need to hear the 24K part. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the twenty four K Golden Part because yeah, I know the, I know the song. Pretty good, pretty good. I like that a lot. Um, but jam of the week for you? Uh, I'll do the OK ones because I'm I'm glad that I got a remix to kind of reboot it because I I heard it on uh, a TikTok in passing once and I was like, oh, this song, this song's a banger. Yeah, it was that guy's. It was that guy's TikTok. 
Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. He has a couple really famous ones. He's a really famous one off of TikTok. Uh, I probably heard it, but I, I I don't know it off the top of my head. But yeah, that's all I got for music. Uh, anything you want to toss in last minute? No, uh, no. Uh, I'm uh, without doubt. Then another week in the books. I know the last two weeks have been kind of weird. One wasn't reported. Uh, the week of is pre-recorded, and this one's via Zoom. Um, next week, as long as I don't got the cocoa, next week we'll be back in person. Um, seven dollars a piece for a koozie. Seven. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Dairy J Sports and Two Chains Line of the Week. Koozies. Dude, I got two really good ones, and I'm I, I, I get shocked when I'm this deep into Two Chains Line. I have two really good ones. Um, I'll do this one first. I wear my shades at night like Corey Hart. Stop trapping and the plug say I broke his heart. <laughs> That's a great one. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the first half, but I love the second half, yeah. Yeah, alright, see you guys. Alright, peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. She swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Seat, seat, seat.